And then he adopts like a 30-year-old boy. (laughs) (laughs) You're listening to a Rock Candy podcast. You have arrived at your destination. is that what do you think it is bro i don't know man is it is it uh that's a little original batman thing okay from the late great shirley walker from shirley walker does that mean it was one of the animated ones mm-hmm. okay that's what i thought bum, 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 bum. Mm-hmm. yeah oh yeah. yeah i like that it's great I like it's that wonderful. accidental that's real good it's um, a great thing theme yeah i have no notes which is strange but also kind of makes sense for this one i have I some talking points you got some talking it. points i have a couple talking points in my head but i didn't write anything out i probably should have but you, ever, you remember you remember kid snippets yeah i remember kid snippets on youtube yeah first of all it was great i still there's still one of those it wasn't kid snippets but uh-huh. people who do kid snippets and it's yeah. kid history or something like that. Yeah, I, yeah. I, to this day I I quote fairly regularly. It's this little kid that like Yeah. <laughs> but whenever we start the podcast, I always think mm-hmm. of their little intro um sound bite that they used. It's already starting. It's already starting. Kid snippets. Kid snippets. Go check it out. Uh, this episode is about kid snippets. This is a common creatives podcast, and this is the I'm Will, I'm the Doctor, that's Joe, he's the Maestro, and this is the season finale. I just learned what penultimate means. Really? Yeah. It means the one before the last, right? Yeah, and I missed it. Okay. <laughs> I, I learned what that actually means. You learned it just too late. Now you probably have to wait a right year. After we re- right after we recorded. Yeah. Our, our killer mic episode. You probably need to wait about a year then. Because I, yeah. I, d- I never knew what it meant. I never really thought about context. And I was actually listening to listening to another podcast. Mm-hmm. And oddly, they were talking about Batman and Batman music. Ah, but yeah. one of them, one of them, one of them said like, "This is the penultimate version." Yeah. And what they meant was, "It's the best." Okay, so that's my problem <laughs> with people. Is yeah. is this is not really my problem? It's fine. Do whatever you want. But like, penultimate is a word that means second to last, people will use it to mean the last one. Yeah. Or yeah. as you said, the best one. What yeah. what that person meant was, this it's is the, the ultimate. Yeah, it's the ultimate. It's not the penultimate. Yeah. But language is fluid and language changes. Also, when you say something begs the question, you don't mean that something begs for you to ask a particular question. That's not what that means. So just just don't say beg. It, say, it. you know, this raises the question. It doesn't beg the question. That's different. So... I just gotta, I just gotta do that. Okay, I gotta do that for you. I gotta do that. <laughs> it's true. Um, it's true. All right. So this is welcome to the season finale. You can send us stuff off to a solid start. <laughs> Real good. You can send us stuff to talk about, but I'm not gonna do that whole spiel this time because we're taking some time off after this. And yeah, it's gonna, I'm, yeah. This is probably the last one. <laughs> just ever. <laughs> we're just done. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm not. Oh, okay. Cool. Well, don't unsubscribe just in case. <laughs> Um, I'm just kidding. Mm-hmm. Well, we got we 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 have plans for even more oh of my them. God, though. We got plans. Yeah. 
The first thing I'm going to say, though, is that I already know that I'm going to leave something out. I'm going to get on the other side of this, however long this is. First of all, sorry this yeah. is so long. I don't know what the timestamp says, but I'm sure we'll go for a while. And also, I, as soon as we stop recording, I'm going to be like, shit, I should have talked about whatever. Yeah, uh, I know I'm going to do that. Have you been watching any of, uh, what is it, DC Fandom? Is yep, that what it's called? I have, okay, a little so, bit. So we're um, recording as, that, as, as that's happening. Any, any big Batman things? As long as we're talking Batman um, to get in there? The Batman stuff hasn't aired yet. Okay. I think it's not until... Okay. Probably about now. Okay. But it, they're going to do... I mean, people are going to cover this stuff. Yeah. I just wanted to catch stuff kind of as it came, just because it's it's not something that you can just go watch whenever. It's like oh, really? It, it's like TV. Like, oh, okay. The panels air twice on a live screen. Yeah. On the website, and then it's gone. And then it's done. Hmm. Yeah. Wow. But I did see um, some stuff... Uh, Regarding the Flash movie, like uh-huh. uh, I'm actually a big fan of the writer of that movie, um, Christina Hodson. Mm-hmm. She's, I mean, it's like she she writes the kind of stuff that I love that you don't love. Okay, so um, <laughs> sure, sure. <laughs> um, that makes sense for a Flash yeah, she, movie. She wrote, yeah, she wrote yeah. Birds of Prey. Okay. Uh, she wrote Bumblebee, the tran- the 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 Bumblebee the, Bumblebee tuna. The, uh, yeah, yeah, the best Transformers movie, <laughs> okay. the only one that had any kind of like. Whatever. Is that true? Is that really the best transfer? Yeah, it's the best okay. one. Gotcha. 100%. I mean, yeah. I, I thought they were all garbage, so. Yeah. Did you see Bumblebee? No, I didn't see Bumblebee. No. So. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's like a, well, you wouldn't like it. Okay. <laughs> I was like, it's like a cool, like, coming yeah. of age movie, and like, okay. oh, yeah, he, he doesn't like that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, the whole, the entire cast of Suicide Squad uh, did a fun, like, silly um, uh, competition on, like, dc comics trivia okay but the flash movie is actually looks like it's going to be really dope um i think they're using it as a way to um okay let's go ahead and say this this is going to be probably the nerdiest episode we've ever done yeah sorry uh we will do our traditional thing we'll talk about batman and and in a sort of historical sense and all this kind of stuff but yeah Yeah. we're we're both if you hold either one of us up on any type of cool pedestal Mm. Just don't listen to this. Yeah, nobody does. Nobody who's listened before does. So. Well, Bobby might. Bobby does. Yeah, that's yeah. true. Bobby! Bobby! Uh, <laughs> the thing is... Stop listening, Bobby. I really hope there's someone named Bobby listening <laughs> to this, because we just fucking yeah. nailed it, if that's the yeah. case. Um, okay. But yeah. anyway, it's going to be... It's enough It's enough equivocating, so tell, talk to me about uh, what you were getting ready to say. So, the entire cast of the... Uh, oh, the, the Flash movie is what we were talking about. Yeah. Suicide Squad. I did see some behind-the-scenes stuff. The Suicide Squad Uh is basically going to be a war movie, um, which I'm pretty excited about. Interesting. Um, uh, The Flash movie. So they're they're basically using this as as a way to say everything you've ever seen with The Flash, Batman, anything DC exists in the same world, just different universes. Um, But basically anything you've seen thus far counts, which is... Yeah, which is just come on. If you're, if, this is fun. Mm-hmm. We're having fun, of course. Now, right? It's a good time. Yeah. Um, we're not taking it too seriously, but no. at the same time, we're taking it all very seriously. Yeah, well, you know? of course. Yeah. Yeah. So you know, for those who don't know, the Flash, he can like. He, so my dad's favorite thing to make like my dad has a love hate relationship with DC in general, mm-hmm. and it's because he loves it so much. Sure. And because he feels like, and we talked about this before, but he feels like DC, Warner Brothers, and Zack Snyder have basically ruined his childhood, right? Yeah, right. Um, so his favorite thing to do now is just to pick on like goofy things in in in, in these shows. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and anytime like you're talking about somebody who failed in in a narrative at all, yeah, he'll say, 
if I could only just run fast enough, you know, <laughs> I couldn't run fast enough to save my uh-huh. mom or dad, whatever. Yeah, right, um, right. But the Flash can run so fast, turns out that he can uh, time travel. It's true, yeah. And change stuff. And yeah. there's uh, some great comics um, about that. And mm-hmm. um, turns out in this movie, he's going to he's gonna see like and meet Tim Burton's Batman. Yep. Uh, Michael Keaton. He's going to... Uh, uh, interact with Batfleck again because mm-hmm. that only makes sense. Yep. And I'm excited to see what other kind of peek peeking through the curtain of whatever what else they're going to be allowed to show. Mm-hmm. And I wonder if that includes you know Batman uh, the the '60s Batman TV show. And oh yeah, that kind yeah, of yeah, yeah, just yeah. just curious. Yeah, that'd be interesting. You know. All right. Well, let's let's jump in and talk about Batman then. Um, yeah. Batman is a, why we're here. Is a comics character that was uh, debuted in 1939. And I'm just going to go ahead and say it. Batman was created by Bill Finger. Bill Finger. With an assist from Bob Kane on the name. Hey, Bob Kane th- came, th- came up with yeah, the name. Yeah, thanks, thanks for assisting. Thanks for helping out, Bob Kane. Bobby! Thanks but for coming Bill up Finger with the name. Has, Bill Finger has one of those uh, Tesla stories where he yeah. wasn't appreciated till long after his yeah. death. He wasn't as good of a, of a sort of a self-marketer. Um, and that kind of thing, but he came up. Yeah. I mean, he came up with all of the shit, like all of it. The the cowl, the fact that he wears a cowl, the fact that he has a cape and not just wings. Um, yeah. The Batmobile, Gotham City. Uh, I want to say Alfred. He co-created the Joker. Um, mm-hmm. I think the Bat Signal as well, if I'm not mistaken. Like um, all all the main things, all the stuff, all of yeah. the stuff. And so. So anyway, there's a there's a yeah. great documentary about it. There uh, is, yeah. What is it? Is it uh, is it called Batman and Bill or Bill something and like me that. or something Bill like that? Bat- it, it's on yeah. Hulu. Um, yeah, check it out on Hulu. Yeah, check it out. It's Bill Finger. Um, but it's it's a great thing. But, but 1939, Batman comes out, and it's following the success of the Superman character, mm-hmm. who is this one of the sort of the f- first archetypal superhero there are superheroes before him but still sure. he's the one we all think of he's dressed in like 1800 strongman circus outfit and yep. they put a cape on him under underpants on the outside underpants on the outside they do the same thing with batman uh batman is darker he yeah. is modeled on characters like sherlock holmes in the shadow uh yeah. who were before him yeah. he's throwing throwing people off buildings shooting that's people r- that's right breaking yeah. people's necks that's right he's killing uh, people at first uh, I th- I think he uh, locks like somebody in a basement and they die in there or mm. something. Mm. Um, this a- all this happens within the first year of publication. Yeah, of wouldn't, wouldn't surprise me at all. He he's yeah. using a gun. He uh, the first issue that he was in Detective Comics number twenty seven is actually really it's cool how it's set up. Like the first Batman story ever is set up about as sort of a mystery of who is the Batman. Um, yeah, because it's like you you have these sort of. Uh, parallel stories where one of them follows Bruce Wayne and one of them follows the and you cut to these scenes of the Batman and then at the end it reveals that the two are one and like oh snap yeah exactly so anyway it's this kind of dark sort of gothic infused world but it's also mixed with detective stuff and superhero stuff and it's just this big conglomeration um that made for yeah yeah, he's like uh, the mainstream noir hero yeah, mm-hmm. and, and, and one of the reasons for that is that he doesn't have any superpowers. He is not, technically speaking, a superhero. He's just, I mean, he is. He functions that way, but he yeah. is, uh, he's a human being who just experiences trauma, and then the result of that is that he puts on a costume and beats up uh, people. 
Some might say his superpower is his super brain. That's right. Some might say, but he also has yeah. a super body. So yeah, those. I mean, I would, I would I would argue that anybody who dresses up like a bat and, yeah. and, and beats up people at night probably doesn't have a super brain. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> That's true. I mean, true. to each their own. Oh, but like, man. Yeah, <laughs> it's, that's probably like a, you know, a diagnosable mental illness. Yeah, likely. Yeah. And so, anyway, you get uh, this whole you know filled world with uh, you know Gotham and and all these interesting characters and stuff like that. I want to I want to hew pretty closely to talking about the character because that because I could get easily lost in talking about the world and talking about all this stuff. But yeah. and feel free to go there if you if you want to or have that planned. But uh as I was thinking it through, I was like, I really want to dig into the character Batman for this episode. Um yeah. and and talk about that. So you have that in 39, he comes out, and then pretty quickly in part because you have like a post-war push, and especially in the 50s, you have a push to be like more kid-friendly in comics, sure, and more like you have this re- rising American conservatism where like things are seen as inappropriate. Yeah. So like Batman becomes he gets he gets a sidekick. Well, he gets a sidekick earlier than this, but he gets Robin, his sidekick, who the kid the kiddies can identify with. And mm-hmm. then especially in the fifties, he starts to and the sixties with the comics code, he starts to just be kind of more of like a civil an unpaid civil servant or yeah. something. Doesn't no longer uses guns, can't no, kill anymore. Can't kill anybody. That kind of thing. Um yeah. and in the cheesiest versions of this type of Batman, he really just the criminal is just misunderstood or just has yeah. a, a, you know, whatever it is. He's very pro-police. He's very like... <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> a little awkward these days, Batman. Yeah. But, uh, support support yeah. your local law <laughs> enforcement. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's like, um, aren't, it, aren't you... Isn't that the opposite of the point of you? Isn't that your whole You're thing? saying that like, <laughs> the, 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 your whole purpose is that the police aren't doing their yeah. job. Do as I so say, you go, not as I do. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, one of, one of the first big depictions of him. So you have early comics, which are really dark, and then kind of get less dark as time goes on. Um, and but you also have the 1940s. He gets depicted in serials, um, mm-hmm. which I suppose I should have looked into this part. I've seen the serials, but it's been a long time. And I think I guess they would show them before films, before like movies and movie theaters. I don't know if they showed them yeah, standalone, but sure, um, you would have these serialized huh, serialized uh, little serials where you would have a cliffhanger and then you would come back and Batman would do... And those are silly at, at kind of at best and in some instances, if I'm not remembering, pretty like weird and racist. Probably. <laughs> I might be wrong about that, but I'm, Probably, thinking, I'm thinking that they were. But anyway, so those come and go and then... Um, I don't know. Do you do you want to like dime store novel style racism? Yeah, right? exactly. Yeah, yeah. Um, it, it's in the forties, so it could have been tied in with like war propaganda, kind of. You know, I don't know. Yeah. Like what I have in my mind is sort of anti-Japanese. Um, yeah, sentiment. I mean, yeah, that was common. Yeah, yeah, yeah. racism. Um, yeah, but glad glad we glad that's over. Glad, yeah, glad right. we got through that. Glad. We, <laughs> Jesus. Um. Anyway. Um. Some people are, feel that way. Um, it's the last one. I, I, it's fine. It's a, it's a bad. It's a bad. It's gonna actually. I have some weird of the series. <laughs> yeah. I actually have some weird stuff to say about Batman on on 
in relation to current political times, not racism in particular. But so then I, I guess the one of the big things like Batman gets sillier and sillier in the comics yeah. um, because of the comics code and because it, it just becomes <laughs> like and they're for kids, you know, they're not um, and they were always for kids, but they, they lack sophistication. They become just really like it's just basically pro state propaganda kind of thing. And um, then in the 60s, the property gets optioned for a television show on ABC. Yeah. And in 66, you have Adam West's Batman happen. Yes. Um, this changes... The pop, the pop art version. Yeah, the pop art version. And this is brilliant. This is the character, one of the versions of the character I grew up with. Yeah. Um, when we were kids, I don't know if you watched it in this capacity or not, but when we were kids, they showed Batman on this channel called the Family Channel. Do you remember that? Uh nope. I think I don't it's remember that. I think it's the um I think it's the channel that became like ABC Family okay. and then became something else but uh but yeah, it was called the Family Channel and they would play Batman 66 and when I was a kid, I would always think that I would always think that it was like there were just years and years of Batman 66, mm-hmm. but there's only 3 years of it. Um Right. The seasons are really long, but there's only 3 years of it. Um, but anyway, I don't know. Do you have do you have shit you want to say about the pop art Adam West Batman? Um, it's a great version <clears throat> of the character. Yeah, it it is a great version of the character, and uh, the I think what's great about that version of Batman mm-hmm. is that it plays on two levels. Yes. Um. Yep. In, in in a similar way, oddly, that Teen Titans Go does. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. The cartoon. So, right? The cartoon. Yeah. 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 Um. Mm-hmm. Which which is Batman related. Yeah. Teen Titans Go. They're they're led by um Robin. Yeah. Uh, and then and they see Batman every now and then. And that that show con- continually just makes fun of all the characters and how dumb everything is. But in a really, you know, in a really, you know, respectful kind of like we but, sure. So that's that's what Batman sixty six did. You know, like yeah. everything was labeled in a way that like adults watching it thought it was very funny. <laughs> it's just it's just like that's comedy. Yeah, it's a comedy. And then yeah. kid kids watching it, all that stuff just goes over their heads. It's colorful. <laughs> yeah. It's just Batman fighting blam pow that's you know but all all the jokes like let's talk about the batman 66 movie batman the movie batman the movie my favorite my favorite scene 100 percent is is the scene where um batman robin commissioner gordon chief o'hara chief o'hara are all at the you know in the in they're in gordon's Gordon's office, office right yeah yeah and they they're trying to figure out how who who's involved yep. who's involved with this with this terrible it's, it's like a ship uh, disappeared or something yeah so a yeah. ship uh, kidnapping a, yeah. a yacht disappears that's it's, right and Batman's you know at the time is being lowered on the bat rope from the bat copter <laughs> in and and you know into the the, right. the ocean right and then he's <laughs> i guess robin just goes down too far yep and into the water because Dips him like, too oh, far because the 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 boat disappears mm-hmm. like oh it's gone so yep. and then as they raise him out of the water there's just a <laughs> just giant rubber shark attached to his of leg course. right classic so so then robin then batman yells up you know get my uh what is it bat shark 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 spray? repellent bat shark spray. repellent bat spray yep. um <laughs> of course that's what it's called shark <laughs> repellent bat spray mm-hmm. um and and then like in the helicopter there's like different uh, repellent sprays yeah. and and you know Robin's <laughs> got to get the right one and then because Robin 
his because his uh he's a trapeze artist mm-hmm. in his origin story. Yeah. <laughs> he has to climb down the ladder and then like you know That's in right. such a way like uh twist his legs into the Absolutely. rope and then lean backwards. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. and, and then drop it down to him that way. Yeah. So that's the setup. Yeah. And and, and the whole and time, then the, West Adam West is just kicking this rubber shark. It's like it's just the old kicking. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but so so this all happens, and they're in Commissioner Gordon's office, yeah. and then they're all just trying to put put, put this together. What mm-hmm. happened? Who's involved? Do a little do a little old school detective work. If yeah. You will. Exactly. <laughs> Batman, the world's greatest detective. So so Batman goes. That shark was pulling my leg. The Joker? <laughs> the, jo- the Joker was involved? Well, there's a and shark, then... there could be a penguin. <laughs> That's yep. one of the moves that So, they so make. the penguin's involved. Then Ro- Robin's like, it all happened at sea. Sea. Sea for Catwoman. Sea for Catwoman. <laughs> and then because the last... Catwoman starts with the letter C, yeah. which sounds like the C. And then the last yeah. one, it all seems to add up to one sinister riddle. Riddle-er. The Riddler <laughs> the too. The Riddler too. <laughs> that is excellent. And, and then the next yeah. scene essentially are all of these characters <laughs> in in a in a, a submarine together or something yep. like that just yep. going over their big plan and they've they've got what Commodore, uh, Commodore, Commodore Schmidlap Schmidlap yeah yeah. So so 66 part yeah. of the part of the genius of Batman 66 I think is I mean it's it's essentially what you said but like like a child's not laughing at those jokes. No, a child is like, no. oh, these these bad guys are involved. And yeah, the, and and me, well, I probably first watched it later, like probably mm-hmm. sixteen, seventeen years old. Oh, really? Okay, for the first time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think you let me borrow your your copy. Okay, sure. Um, yeah, I watched it when I was really young at like a church youth group. I think. Um, <laughs> dope. Yeah, checks out. Um, well, yeah. Let's before before we get into that kind of stuff. Sure. Let's, let's what, what's your introduction to batman because oh man dude i so this is gonna be hard i can give you the earliest memory that i have but i think batman has pretty much been there since i woke up into the world um i remember so i was born in 86 as you were and Mm -hmm. i remember asking in my you know and who knows if this is a false memory but i've always had memories of this like wanting to see the 1989 Tim Burton Batman movie and my parents being like, nope. But I remember it coming yeah. out on VHS and it was pretty famously one of like the the initial VHS cassettes that yeah. was cheap enough for people to buy. Um, right. And so they had a copy the, of it. The boom, the boom of home video. Yes, market. exactly. Yeah. And it was one of the first ones where it was like they lowered the price so much that it sold a crazy amount. And... Yeah. And they also released it earlier. They released it around Christmas as opposed to like the next year. And so yeah. um, I remember watching that VHS had to be at the latest 1990 because it was before the sequel came out. Um, yeah. I remember watching that and my my particular sticking memory is there was a scene where the Joker shakes the guy's hand and electrocutes Same. him to death. And I re- yeah, and I remember that's, that's my that's that's my earliest memory yeah. of watching that movie. Well, was that and, scene and it's for me, it was not watching it. It was like having to look at my hands because my parents wouldn't let me watch that scene. Okay, they were like, you have you can't look, don't look right now. But I remember yeah. I watched that movie so many times. I remember hearing that scene, and I always because like <laughs> sure. the the electrocution sounds like a couple of like swords 
like shinging yeah. together. And um, yeah. I just remember, I remember hearing that over and over. But I watched that movie into the ground. Yes. And so that was probably that was probably the initial thing. And then by the time Batman Returns came around, my consciousness was a little bit more online. And I remember like seeing the the sort of like marketing stuff for Batman Returns coming out. Yeah. Uh, I have some pretty yeah. solid memories of that stuff. Mm-hmm. Um and by that time I was just on board and then it's the animated series well, that, that, and all, yeah, so that that's the, that whole kind of chunk of time was yeah. Batman Batman Returns yep. the animated series yep. like I almost feel like the animated series plays uh one of the strongest roles in like Batman kind of sticking with you through yeah. childhood. Sure. Yeah. Um it's kind of like the uh the the initial um explosion or the those the first movie those two movies and yeah. then the Bat- Batman the you see you see it on TV every day after school. Yes, you know exactly. what I mean? Yeah. Um it's Danny Elfman's theme yeah. starting it off so oh. it's the same thing and and you know it's one of the dark literally the darkest yeah. Cartoons you'd ever seen because they they drew it on black paper. Yeah, I was gonna with, say with pretty like, pretty classically. All the nerds will know this, right? That they yeah. use black paper. And part of the reason they did that and wanted to make, wanted to make it look so dark was because it was supposed to be modeled after the Fleischer Superman cartoons yeah. uh, from the forties, maybe or something. Yeah. Um, but those those are really really cool. And so mm-hmm. the fact that they modeled it as being really dark, really sort of noir. Um, and they took it seriously. It's not like it's not like a hacky. Like it's silly when you watch it and you're an adult, but at the same time, yeah. when you're a child, it plays serious. It plays down the line. It's not like yeah. something you're watching and la- it's like a drama. It's like a superhero sure. drama for children. So yeah, when, when you're when you're saying like you know you you had to like it, it probably didn't take a lot of convincing to to let you watch this movie. Yeah, like I'm, I'm sure your mom's thinking this seem this seems a little much for yeah somebody who's three. I, I was thinking the other day. I don't ever recall having that experience of not being allowed to watch something. Mm, mm-hmm. I, I think my dad was just really bad at that. <laughs> sure. Because he's like, <laughs> and and I think about it like myself now, yeah. like yeah. in my early 30s, thinking of like any chance I get to watch something, yeah. I'm going to do it. Sure. I'm going to watch it. Yeah. And he was always looking for opportunities to watch movies, okay. right? Yeah. Um, and I was just around. Mm-hmm. And like w- one of my earliest, some of my earliest memories of watching movies were of stuff like Total Recall, yeah. Uh, well, you know, Blade Runner, that kind of stuff. Yeah. But some, you know, uh, uh, True Lies. Yeah, like yeah. Some these movies just weren't suitable for no. a child my age. Yeah. And he was probably thinking, it's this stuff's not going to, you know, it's, it's gonna not going to make go it in, through. Like it's, it's going to go in one ear, yeah. and I absolutely not yeah. like it's stuck with me like those those images yeah. are burned into like sure. to, to this absolutely. day like you know the woman uh with the three boobs in total recall <laughs> i can see it as clear as day remember like now yeah yeah you know what i mean like yeah, that's, yeah. Part, that's part of my childhood that's funny but that being said like yeah. that those types of movies versus batman yeah. like Oh no, Batman's fine. Yeah. Like, oh yeah, for no, sure. A, like a hundred percent. Like yep. you don't have to close your eyes. No it's problem. It's, it's fine. fine. Yeah. Yeah. A super interesting thing about this podcast is that this podcast may not exist without Batman, and I'll tell you why. Okay. Because I feel like you know you and I met when we were like ten yeah. or so. Yeah. yeah. Nine or ten. Uh huh. And pretty much the first thing we ever did together mm-hmm. was play Batman on the playground through checks, a mutual friend. Checks out. Yeah. And um, the the reason this mutual friend it's it's James Bell, 
the the region this mutual 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 friend uh liked having me around is because <laughs> he says to this day on the playground you two you know that you you were batman right. and he had to be robin right there was just no question there wasn't a a world did not exist right where will was not batman well here's in the play. thing here's the thing he could have been commissioner gordon he could have been the Joker. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he didn't have to be Robin. Yeah, um, no, that is true. That absolutely is true. I was a selfish yeah. and, child, and, and he was like, yeah. and, you know, and and when I met James, I was like, "What well, do you want to be a Batman or Robin today?" <laughs> <laughs> you know, because we were both just like, "Yeah, we just want to play." But yeah. James That's introduced so us, and mm-hmm. then uh, it was yeah. shortly after that that I went over to your childhood home for the yeah. first time. Mm-hmm. I remember it clear as day. <laughs> I, I want to say it was in the fall, which would make sense because yeah. that's shortly after the school yeah. um, year would start. Yeah. And it was cool and crisp outside. Mm. My mom took me over there and dropped me off and she came and got me. But once she dropped me off, I came in, I walked into your house mm-hmm. and there's just Batman 89 stuff everywhere. <laughs> like you had like, you know, sure. Uh, I, I remember playing that day with the uh, Batwing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, toy. Yep. Um, it had like a little handle on the bottom with a trigger. Yep. And uh, just flying that around, and then eventually, mom, my mom came and picked me up or whatever. Sure. But like this feeling of all your stuff was Batman. It was getting cool outside. Mm-hmm. Halloween was on was on its way. Mm-hmm. A new friendship. Like yeah. I think that was kind of the start of it. Yeah. 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 No, that checks out. Uh, yeah, I was uh, I was a, a Batman freak from way early on. And one of the things I like, as we're talking about this, I I've just remembered something else. And it's funny because I'm like, I have a, I have a dedicated Batman bookshelf in my room. And so I'm looking at this as like, like that's my notes for this episode. Um, yeah. There's one book that I got. Um, I wasn't weirdly as as much as I was into Batman. I wasn't super into comics when I was a kid. I would collect some of them, but it was mostly yeah, about it's reading. Yeah, it was mostly <laughs> about. It's true. I hated to read. Um, yeah. And it was mostly about having the comic, not because it was worth money, but because I liked the cover or whatever. And I would read some, but it wasn't like it was later in life before I just started. No, you could. You just, know, at yeah. that time, like yeah. before. Uh, the internet and smartphones, mm-hmm. and I don't know what kids do now, but yeah. at that time, you could sit and just stare at the image, the yep. image on the cover of a comic book Absolutely. for an hour, Absolutely. and be entertained. Yep. And then maybe put like a piece of paper on top of it and start ah, to trace it, trace and that it. kind yep. of you know, mm-hmm. fill it in yourself. Absolutely. And- um, but one of the one of the books that I found, and it's. It's a comic. I mean, it has panels and art, and it's a comic. But it's like it's like a little. The shape of it is like a little paperback novel almost. And I found this book at our local library, and it's called "The Untold Legend of the Batman," um, and it's by Lynn Ween, I think, or something like that. And it's just a sort of long and not particularly traditional um, telling of the origin of Batman. And it's yep. this thing where like. Uh, you know, his father, Thomas Wayne, before his death, it, like they're at a party, a costume party, and Thomas Wayne dresses up as a bat. And then like after his death, young Bruce Wayne goes and follows around this private detective who's also a kickboxer and like learns some stuff from him. Um, and then when he's older, he goes to the Far East, you know, and then learns whatever he learns over there. Um, martial arts, probably, um, <laughs> knowing the stereotypes yeah. that were used. And then he comes back and then becomes the Batman and hunts down the people who um, he thinks were involved in killing his parents, something like this. But the thing that always stuck with me from that 
And the thing that always, like, I always felt like I found, I had unearthed this, like, secret treasure was the fact that in that in that book, just like in most other tellings of the Batman origin, Joe Chill is the person who kills Batman's parents. Yeah. And, um, which is just a name for, yeah, I mean, it's just, it's just a name that's meant to be nameless thug, right? Joe Chill. And, um, and so, uh, John Doe. Yes, exactly. But I remember thinking like, oh my gosh, I've learned some like secret truth because in the movie, it's the Joker who's young, who's Jack Napier, who kills his parents. And so I remember just being like, all these people think that the Joker killed his parents, but (laughs) I know it was Joe Chill. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But really, it was Joe Chill. So yeah, I'm just, um, that's, that's another very early memory. Yeah. That's like your, your, your first, um, foot into the door of like fandom in a way that's like, yeah. Oh no, this is, this is the real, like, what yeah. you're what you're seeing is like the corporate like you know <laughs> yeah like yeah this is how it actually happened. that's like yeah you're 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 at 101 level and this is yeah. like yeah this is like upperclassmen stuff so yeah so uh, <laughs> uh I, th- I think the difference between my batman fandom growing up and yours yeah. was that my dad mm-hmm. was and is like a comics connoisseur mm-hmm. to a point where you know his his favorite alt you know, Favorite all-time superheroes, Superman. Yeah. But he knew so much about all of them, like, mm-hmm. and he just retained all this from his childhood and continuing yeah. to read that, like, I was constantly asking him about different heroes. Yeah. And then he'd, he'd fill me full of all this information. Like, I had, like, a big Flash phase early on. Yeah. I had a big Daredevil phase <laughs> early on. Yeah. I had, you know, Nightwing. Oh, my God, Robin yeah. becomes Night... You know, and then, like, j- just jumping from, like... I even had, like, however you want to say it, Submariner or Submariner. Yeah, I had yeah. that. I had a phase there where nice. it's, like... Where it's like, oh, it's not Aquaman. It's the it's the other version. You know yeah. what I mean? It's the It's the version from the other side of the pond yeah (laughs) so like that being said though the batman movies Mm -hmm. especially growing up and when i say the batman movies i do mean the schumacher movies as well yeah 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 those first Um, four Uh the first four first three specifically even though there was a period where i watched four kind of religiously yeah i think part of it was like my dad and i saw that one in the theater and actually let's 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 rewind a minute. Sure. Let's let's talk yeah. about the movies. Just let's do a, that. A little so, bit. Um, so I just uh, just to put a pin in it. Sixty six is this campy version that sort of mocks yeah. how silly the comics have gotten. That's kind of the last you hear of them until you have nineteen eighty nine. Yeah. Um, so the, yeah, I just want to throw that in as a little yeah. little connective tissue. But go ahead. So uh, some some fun little nerdy trivia for yeah. those who who are in, interested and just don't know. Batman eighty nine was kind of the first superhero movie of its kind mm-hmm. you know before that you'd have had the super superman movies yeah, donner yeah donner superman um, and then i i feel like a lot of people felt um that if a batman movie was coming your general audience um their idea of batman was adam west yeah they weren't comic book readers some no. of them were but general audience thinking oh a batman movie like like yeah. the show yeah. right mm-hmm. and then Tim Burton comes out with this movie. Yeah. You know, he, he, this is like the start of people, like fans writing in angry. Yeah. That they're casting Mr. Mom mm-hmm. as Batman. This, yeah. this shorter, kind of like not very big, mm-hmm. odd comedian, comedian as Batman. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and he had been Beetlejuice. Yeah. Right. Which um, is also a comedy. 
you know yeah um yeah you know that's kind of the the start of like the thing you see every time you you see an announcement for any type of movie especially a superhero movie the forums the the reddits the all this stuff mm-hmm. that was happening in 1989 yeah, yeah. In a, at a much slower pace yeah. just much slower pen and rate. paper yeah yeah so you know tim burton is hired to to make this movie it's mm-hmm. probably the biggest movie he, he's made to date so they you know they give him his vision they let him do his thing mm-hmm. to to an extent mm-hmm. to a point right? right so the the movie's dripping with with tim burton of course but it's grounded as well, mm-hmm. right? Yep. Um, it's also heavily influenced by the early comics. Like, it's a sort of a return yeah. to that kind of noir sort of feel, crime sure. story, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, w- what do you have to say about this movie? Well, okay. So, <clears throat> a couple of things for background. Um, you mentioned how, you know, mainstream people's non fans' uh, perspective on Batman probably at this point was Adam West, right? Because they mm-hmm. weren't reading. <clears throat> The comics take a return to that sort of earlier, darker story in the 70s after the comics code loses some of its teeth and that kind of thing. So like Denny O'Neill and Neil Adams, like their runs where the Joker, like Joker's five-way revenge, he comes back and he's like mean again. And so the comics get cool again. Um, Yeah. And if you're not reading comics, which most people weren't at the time because they weren't didn't have the sort of social purchase that they have now, people thought about Adam West. And so when this, interestingly enough, and I don't know if this was before Tim Burton was attached or not, but when they were planning to do this movie initially, they wanted it to be a comedy. They wanted it to be in the vein of... 66 um yeah not necessarily with the same sense of humor but i know at one point one of the people who was at least considered for the role of batman was bill murray yeah and so you know that's sort of how they were thinking and there's there's a guy who ends up being a producer or an executive producer on i think every batman movie from there forward who i think we have to mention doing a batman episode is uh michael uslin i think is how you say his name but anyway he really went to bat with all the warner brothers people uh what went to bat uh, oh i didn't mean it i didn't mean to but he yeah he <laughs> god damn um <laughs> he he went and talked to all the warner brothers people and really sold them on this idea of like no no you need to make like a serious grounded you know yeah. a real batman movie don't make a comedy out of this mm-hmm. um you don't need more 66 yeah. so eventually obviously that's what happens they give i think what's what's yeah. interesting about learning that because i don't i don't know that i knew that and if i did I, I i lost it yeah yeah but tim tim burton would be a at that time would be a great director for that movie that right. you're talking about right yeah, right uh-huh um peewee yeah. and and and, yep. and beetlejuice yep. and all, all that kind of stuff like yeah, that 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 actually tracks. I wouldn't be surprised if he, sure. if he got on board a little yeah. ahead of that. Yeah, yeah, could have been. Yeah, no, that makes total sense given his given his track record. And also, honestly, back to what you were saying, given Michael Keaton's track record, right? Yeah, um, yeah, it could have been that kind of thing. But but one of the moves that they do, and I don't know too much about the back end or the behind the scenes of this, but they get Jack Nicholson not nailed down for joker and that brings a level of like seriousness to the movie and respectability to the movie that it probably wouldn't have had otherwise yeah um and 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 they actually uh from what i understand um robin williams was also uh oh yeah on the table Uh uh-huh for joker and yeah yeah and they kind of did him (laughs) dirty 
Oh, really? They Yeah, essentially what happened is they were like, Robin Williams, like, we're really interested in you playing this role. Mm-hmm. And they used that as leverage to get Jack Nicholson oh, on board. wow. They say, if you don't take it, Robin Williams is going to take it. Wow. They said, okay, I'll play it. Man. Which is like, it's like, yeah. Uh, I, I love... Uh, I love the Jack Nicholson Jack Nicholson Joker. Yeah, of course. I think he's perfect for this type of kind of gothic noir style that yeah. the first movie was. Yeah. But I'll always kind of wonder yeah. what Robin Williams would have done with it. Yeah, that would have been really interesting. Um, and of course, Jack Nicholson makes sense in that role. Um, this is not a Joker episode, so I'll make it quick. But of course, he makes he makes sense in that role given The Shining and given Cuckoo's Nest. He's sort of one of those people who's good at playing sort of unhinged in various ways. But Keaton's Batman, let's spend a minute talking about him. We can talk about him in both movies, but Keaton's Batman is fantastic. Um, Mm -hmm. He is not super buff. The muscles are all rubber. Um, Yeah. I want to say I heard a Tim Burton meeting with the uh, costume designer at one point, and when they were developing this movie, she's basically said, what do you want me to do with this? <laughs> how, do, how, what, what, how can I can't? Yeah. What am I know, supposed look to at do? Him. Yeah. Look at it. Cause it's not like, you know, if this movie was made with Michael Keaton now, yeah. Yeah, yeah. he would have been on a, a really oh, intense uh, workout routine, CrossFit, strict diet, yeah. cutting, <laughs> you know, cutting fat and all this yeah. kind of stuff. Yeah. Like, no, no, they didn't. He's fine. Like, they just put him in a big, thick rubber suit. Put him in a to rubber make him suit. Look in- intimidating. Yeah. yeah, and he's also not a super tall guy, like you were saying. Like no, <laughs> you know. So they're like, um, let's stretch those ears out a little bit. Exactly. Let's stretch the cow horns exactly. out. Exactly. And I think that's one of the things that, as far as Keaton's Batman, which also I think of as Burton's Batman, is yeah. is basically that this Batman is. You can listen to our episode on Tim Burton. He's the Burton protagonist, right? He's like kind of a scrawny, pale <laughs> yeah. Batman who is an outsider and is sort of a recluse and sort yeah. of pensive and in his own head a little bit and stuff like mm-hmm. that. Like he's not, uh, no part of him is the billionaire playboy. Even when he's Bruce Wayne, he's kind of uh, a little bit awkward. Awkward, quirky. Yeah, awkward, yeah. quirky, stuff like that. It's supposed to be cold. It's- <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I always I always um, thought that was as a kid what like and, and I, just like you this this movie in the second movie especially yeah. on VHS sure. you know the the my image was doing the weird posy wrinkles at by the time yeah. I was done with them right yeah. like yeah. just utterly destroyed like we got to yeah. hit the clean button or whatever it was on the VHS <laughs> over and over just so yeah. the next viewing in sure. like 2 hours from now after yeah. I finish it uh-huh. you're going to watch it again yeah. Like yeah, we we are the we are the home video generation. Absolutely, it ruined it ruined us. Absolutely, completely. and I Utterly. think uh, honestly, I don't see it from where I'm sitting, but I think I still have my VHS, my like Batman '89 VHS. It's probably in my closet. Yeah. Um, I, I feel like mine yeah. are at my parents somewhere. Yeah, um, but so, something other, another thing to think about mm-hmm. in in Batman '89 as they were developing it. Yeah, I'm sure someone basically said, "Hey, listen." Look at what they're doing in the comic books right now, mm-hmm. in, in order to basically uh, push them in a darker direction. Sure. Because you know, at the time they were probably making this movie in '88, two years prior to that, you right. know, uh, Frank Miller, yes, yeah. good, uh, you know, The Dark Knight Returns yeah. was coming out. Okay, yeah. So I, I mentioned Denny O'Neill and Neil Adams, but let's 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 pop out a second uh, uh, of the films and talk about. Because by the time we get to the films, you have uh, Dark Knight Returns, um, yeah. which is probably the biggest. I mean, it's it's pretty much top of the 
the best of list every time I look up best Batman comics, right? I mean, yeah, it's one of the ones that's like if you've read any Batman comics, you've read that one. That's like that's mm-hmm. the one. Weirdly enough, it's not. I mean, I love it, but it's not one of my favorites. Um, sure, I think there are a lot of better ones, but at the same time, it it makes sense that it's. I mean, it is very 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 good. Um, yeah. So in that story. You have this older Batman who comes out of retirement, who's sort of grizzled and kind of like, kind of angry a little bit and bitter yeah. and stuff like that. And so, and he's facing this sort of new world that he didn't have to deal with in the past where like criminals are getting meaner and there are gangs yeah. and all this kind of stuff. And because of the sales of that and because of the impact yeah. of that, I think yeah. that that has a huge play on why you get any sort of mainstream media of Batman yeah. that's darker. So I, I think what's great about the uh the Frank Miller Batman era sure. is that like I think in, in uh other than like the first year of publication of the Batman comics, yeah, it brings like questionable ethics yeah. to the table. Sure. Um in a way that like when I read these comics, I'm like I'm like kind of pumping my fist in the air at the same time of going, ooh yeah. you know, yeah. um Yes, it, but at the same at the same time, it's grounded in a way that like you understand why he feels the way he does. You understand yeah. why he's so frustrated with the system that mm-hmm. is uh, failing everyone, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, but at it, the same time, he's crushing and disabling people who are yep. products of that system. Yes. Right. Like yes. he's you know these these kind of lower level like poor criminals. Uh-huh. Um, you know, just that guy's never going to walk again no. because of the thing he did today. Well, you know? and and that sort of brings up two things for me. Number one, I have a whole uh, like I have a whole thesis statement about Frank Miller's Batman that I'll say in just a second. But like, also that has to do with like some of my uh, complicated feelings about certain takes on the Batman character and about some of the sort of fundamental elements of the Batman character anyway like I'm always gonna be I'm always just gonna absolutely love this character and the world there's no way around it like Mm -hmm. it's in my life forever Um, but at the same time there is a bit of like you see those memes bouncing around now or tweets or whatever where people are are saying like you know if if he gave ten percent of his income to fix you know to, to, to yeah. housing issues and getting people good jobs that paid a living wage um, he could fix Gotham City but instead he goes out and beats up people who don't have health insurance and then, <laughs> and then it says you know like typical billionaire mindset <laughs> or whatever yeah. um, he, he's either he's either be- beating up. Yeah, uh, poor normal people, criminals. Yeah, yeah. or he's uh, beating up mentally impaired right. super villains. Yeah, there's no, there's no really good option. Um, yeah, and I so, gotta bust this guy's <laughs> face to send him back to the asylum. Yeah, where he, where he can get help. Hopefully, nope. <laughs> He doesn't. They just lock him in. A, it's a, it's a prison. No, it's not it's an ter- asylum. It's, it's not an asylum. It is yeah. And so <laughs> the entire structure. And so there are writers who are smart enough to see this. Scott Snyder is very good about this. Where like yeah. Bruce Wayne's philanthropy is actual. Like he's not just yeah. you know he really does try to make structural change, and it's just too much for him to overcome. So Batman yeah. is like a supplement to that type of work. So there there are smart people who are writing the character, but uh, Frank Miller's is definitely not that type of person. And so yeah. like my deal with frank miller's batman is frank miller himself kind of has um this is a loaded word but i think it's accurate he sort of has fascist tendencies like he he likes 
the fact he likes a Batman who's like a strong man, authoritarian, who like brings justice with his fists. And it's not about in any way mm-hmm. being compassionate to, for example, that poor guy who he breaks his spine. Um, yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, no, uh-huh. this it, the system is the problem, but also the system is bad because of all this scum. On the, it's sort of like <laughs> yeah. it's sort of like Rorschach from uh, from Watchmen, honestly. But um, yeah, totally. So, so for me, Frank Miller's Batman. Another book that I wanted to bring up in this talk was was Year One, um, yeah. Because Year One is the be- it's came, the beginning. Yeah, it came out after. It this, came out after. Yeah. yeah, but it's like the beginning of Batman's career, and then Dark Knight Returns is obviously the end of his career. And yeah. so, and and what those two books made me realize about this take on Batman is I really like. Year one's maybe my favorite Batman book, but it's like year one is about a Batman who is on the underside of political power. Like he's the revolutionary. He's the one who's coming into this system to shake things up and scare the wealthy and the powerful. Mm -hmm. Um, But the thing is, it's like his early uh, year one Batman is punching up and Dark Knight Returns Batman is punching down. Um, if that makes sense. So, so I like Frank Miller's Batman when he doesn't have any power, but when you give him power, he turns fascist. Um, right. And so, (laughs) so I spent way too much time thinking about Frank Miller's Batman, but Uh, well, it's, it's also, it also reminds me of that, that old saying of, well, you know, as you get older, you're just going to get more conservative. (laughs) Yeah, right. (laughs) Turns, yeah, Bruce Wayne feels that way. Turns out, yeah. Um, yeah, Bruce Wayne. But anyway, um, so that, um, I don't know if you have so, anything else you want to say about Miller before we get back into the films. Um, uh, no, I'll probably have a little bit more to say about sure. it as we go through the films because, okay. like, he's you know he's obviously and we we've talked about this kind of stuff over and over right um, with different episodes. Yeah. Um, if you if you saw our Zack Snyder episode, you're going to hear a yeah. lot about the that that type of Batman. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. So I don't I don't want to I don't want to don't want to go over it again necessarily. Yeah. yeah sure. I um, get that. Check out but, a Zack Snyder episode. Yeah, so the first Batman movie. So so for me, um, I, I'm until I started using Twitter a lot again, yeah. um, I felt like I was an outlier saying that Batman Returns was my favorite Batman movie. Uh-huh. Um, I feel like I had to come full circle to <laughs> to realize that and to feel okay about that decision. <laughs> yeah. And to understand that like it doesn't mean that I'm saying Batman Returns is necessarily even the best Batman no. movie. Yeah. It's my favorite. It's your one. favorite, yeah. Uh-huh. So before before we kind of get more into the the movies, something that I've heard over and over again in the last ten years or so, especially on the internet, is yeah, that's not my Batman. Yeah, that's not my version of Batman. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I I feel like more so now I feel like it's okay to have a favorite version of Batman, mm-hmm. but I I feel less so okay with and again these are stupid nerdy stuff, <laughs> but like any version of Batman is valid. To say that there's only one real version of Batman is yeah. is just kind of silly and 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 kind of like saying like, oh well, my brain is the center of of it, it, yes of the 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 world right yes um, because from day one there have been so many different iterations of Batman that each person who has been given any type of power mm-hmm. by someone who owns the IP right now says what's valid yeah. of Batman right mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and Tim Burton was one of those people. And, and we've talked about this a little bit before on the podcast for the Tim Burton episode, but mm-hmm. Batman 89, uh, and again, it, it may be a better movie. Mm-hmm. And I think for for your aesthetic, this noir kind of mm-hmm. s- street level crime mm-hmm. procedural kind of stuff, like yeah. 
Yeah. That stuff just it doesn't interest me as much. Yeah. Not that it doesn't interest me, but when Batman Returns comes out and it's much more kind of like fantastical yes. horror. Yes. Um, that flavor, and you can even hear it from Danny Elfman's Batman score, which is um, true. I used to think it was the most original thing on, on the planet until I really got into Bernard Herrmann. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it's you know he's lifting stuff left and right. Yeah. Um, but that doesn't dismiss its cultural re- relevance. Yeah, of course. With Batman and the boom that was Batman '89. Yeah, I mean that theme um, still means Batman. Yes, you know, 100%. Me. Uh, in and, a way that uh, no other theme does, except for Nana Nana yeah. Nana, maybe. Yeah, but, yeah. yeah and, and I, I think you're exactly right. Those are the two. Those, Those are the two. two. Bat- and yeah. there are many other Batman themes. Oh, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm just coming to terms with... Uh, here, here's how much I, I have rebelled against it. I'm try, trying to think <laughs> of the composer's name. The composer for, for Batman Forever and... Oh no, I don't know for Schumacher's movies. I don't remember. His name was Elliot or is Elliot Goldenthal. Yeah. And uh um you know here, let me Well, the thing about that one is yeah. That one. Yeah. Um so and 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 I, I'm just now actually getting more more of a respect for that and yeah. how difficult that must have been yes. and and really that theme like it's not it doesn't do what Elfman's did and I'm I'm just yeah my little s- stupid tree branch of just uh, topics just going everywhere That's right fine. now but at the same time when I hear that it feels like my childhood you know well, what I mean and, and so like the the way that I know that that person did a good job is cuz for a very long time when I was a child I didn't really think about the fact that you don't hear Elfman's music in those 100% you know what I mean yeah. mm-hmm. it's like as a kid you, yeah, you don't. you're a kid you hear that it doesn't take you out of it yeah but you you just forget you go oh that's roughly like it's you know if you sang that one to me i wouldn't necess- i mean i would but a lot of people wouldn't go batman but yeah. you know with elfman's you sing it and it's there but when you're yeah. watching batman forever and you're like 9 years old or whatever uh or 11 i guess we were um mm-hmm. uh no it was 95 9 we were 9 um yeah when you're like 9 years old you just don't you just go oh there's yeah. there's batman music happening yeah and uh, and somehow that batman uh, music yeah. married the new visual in such a way that it just works. It's like true. if you accept the visual, yep. you're going to accept that sound because yep. it's almost like this. It's a little bit more oddly like, which doesn't make sense because Danny Elfman's. If you really listen to it, is mm-hmm. very circusy at times. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, not the Batman stuff, but everything else. Yeah, you know. Um, um, yeah, I was going to say that what I, what I was going back to is that between Batman and Batman Returns. That's what I was going to say, yeah. Even the music, yes. Danny Elfman's score for Batman Returns is basically pulling all the stuff I love from the original Batman score mm-hmm. yeah. and then injecting it with Edward Scissorhands. Yes. And those two aesthetics are just so Halloween oh, yeah. and oh, Christmas yeah. and Batman yeah. and movies and my childhood. And I yeah. feel like I wore out Batman Returns more and and batman returns is a christmas movie so, it's a christmas it's yeah. my fa- it's my favorite christmas it's a great movie. christmas movie yeah. yeah absolutely on the other hand though as as a you know a nine-year-old younger eight-year-old boy yeah you know michelle pfeiffer being a main character like is probably also part of why i well, was so well, sure. hooked to the television well right? sure yes of course like, <laughs> yeah. it's like michelle pfeiffer as catwoman like and i've heard like you know some some friends of mine uh kind of newer friends that we've made in the last few years yeah 
you know, totally like just kind of laugh at and mock her in that role. And I'm just oh. like, no, man. No, dude. Like, I don't understand one of that. my favorite cues mm-hmm. of all time in any score yeah. is Selena Transforms from yep. that movie. Yep. And that pictured with her, the hell, the hello hell there, here. hell here, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. spray painting the dollhouse. Yep. Like, Sure, it's it's a little schlocky, but yeah, like of course. even to now when I watch it, I get goosebumps. Like yeah. even past all the schlock, it's like yeah. the thing that it is mm-hmm. is just really powerful to me. Yeah, the, the mm-hmm. it's like my favorite yeah. creation of like any supervillain on screen. You yeah, know? yeah, and and we talked at the. I won't be redundant and go into this in any detail. But we talked about it on the Tim Burton episode, but that movie is by and large a monster movie. So it is. Yeah a horror movie basically yeah. it's not meant to be it's not a scary movie but it's yeah. definitely it's definitely weird and creepy and it's about you still have that neurotic sort of strange skinny batman but then you have yeah. the creation of two monsters as opposed to just yeah. the joker who also has a monstrous creation at the beginning yeah. in in batman 89 yeah uh, and yeah. and you know, I, I feel like Tim Burton, like the the first movie was a smashing success. Yeah. And I think the second movie is 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 the thing that took yeah. the job from him. Oh yeah, he, they're like, you know what? We love what you did with Batman. Yeah, do your thing. Do whatever we're gonna, you want. We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna you know yep. ease up control. on the you know. Mm-hmm. And for a lot of us like me, success. Yeah, is 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 wonderful. Absolutely. And watching it as a kid, like I never felt afraid of it. Like no. it wasn't ever like the whole thing was like. Oh, kids! Like this isn't for kids. It's too sexual. It's mm-hmm. too scary. It's too yeah. gross. And as a kid, I'm watching. I'm glued. Yeah, you know, I I'm just it. so intrigued by Absolutely. it. Absolutely. But the thing is, I mean, and this comes down to one of the other points I wanted to make about Batman, which is the reason that took the job from him is not because I, I don't even know how that movie did critically. I haven't looked at it in a while, but like yeah. it wasn't what the critics were saying. It was the fact that parents had a problem buying toys yes. for children. Um, right. So like you're already starting to get, and it's probably it's been gross there. Gross little Danny DeVito, <laughs> in, inking all over my kid's hands. Yes. He's just and fat you... and pointy and eating raw fish and biting some guy's <laughs> nose off. Like and and if you remember, and that scene was very visceral to me was. as a kid. I used I used to. Yeah, Wait, like it's gonna happen. Oh, oh god! Oh god! You know? Yeah. Um. But and if you remember, like all of the promotional material for batman returns had a much cleaner looking penguin like they knew it was a problem yeah like they took penguin and they put him in he's in a suit every time and he's not spewing black tar out of his mouth like you don't get gross penguin on any of the things you get like prospective mayor penguin yeah and i i I feel like i used to feel like you know batman returns is great and i think you may have even said this in our 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 tim burton episode Uh but it's great as like an Elseworlds kind uh, of yeah. mm-hmm. take on Batman. I'm sure. like, no, it's 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 like, yeah, this is just another version right. of Batman. Yeah, you know, yeah, it is. I think I think for me, the thing that makes it feel Elseworldsy in whatever my canon is is just the it's just the supernatural creation of the of the sure. Catwoman is the thing that most takes me out of like just the fact that like it's not even given a sort of like hokey pretend magical science explanation it's yeah. just like no magical cats bring her back to life and for me that sort of makes it go okay well you know that yeah. for me that makes it feel elseworldly but yeah. none of none but, of the rest not the aesthetic but the, or anything. but at the same time like the animated series like clayface yeah it's it's a good point well but it's the, kind of the but same once thing. again that is given a sort of hokey sciencey thing right yeah. it's it's potions and it's science and it's like yeah i mean it's still nonsense but you know 
Yeah, um, it's it just feels I mean, like I, a different I, I, genre. Um, yeah, I, I get I get what you're saying, and it does feel like a different genre. Yeah, and I think that's why it's kind of my favorite. Sure. Yeah. Totally. And yeah. and I completely love that movie. the 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 thing is, um, I think '89 is probably my favorite of those four. But at the yeah. same time, uh, Returns is is most definitely number two, and it's actually uh, probably just because of how old we are. The promotional material for Returns, uh, I like the most, even though. Yeah, 89 is sure. my favorite. Like all the little, I yeah. still have them. Like I still have like Trapper Keeper folders and stuff full yeah. of like all my Batman cards from the first movie are in mm-hmm. a Trapper Keeper of Batman Returns kind of thing. So, sure. But yeah, so Returns happens and it's uh, a fun, quick fun fact about Returns. Um, Christopher Walken's character, uh, the, the <laughs> businessman, um, <Yeah. laughs> his name is Max Shrek, who is the actor who played the vampire in Nosferatu in the ancient or the, the uh, silent, oh, cool. the old silent film. Max Schreck was the guy who played Nosferatu. And that um, yeah, in itself, like yes, just points at what this movie is in, in the does. best way. It does. Yeah. And, and that's another thing, actually, as long as we're talking about that, as long as we're here, cause we might not get back. Um, <laughs> Batman since his beginnings has always had a sort of horror undercurrent yeah. to him. Mm-hmm. Uh, not in every not in every like uh, manifestation like you have silly no. ones but the, i mean the very fact that the asylum is called arkham asylum uh yeah. like that's a lovecraft reference you know yeah um and so it's like you always do and all of his villains are sort of monstrous in their own ways there's yeah. definitely like there's a jekyll and hyde thing with two-face the evil clown like that's creepy just all this stuff so there's definitely a horror it's not hard to push batman into the realm of horror and you know like the this kind of new generation of mm-hmm. of of mutant fam uh joe bob watching like oh, yeah. horror sure. fanatics yeah. that are in their late 20s to uh-huh. like late 40s probably, yeah, probably. you know this, that yeah. group of people yeah i would say most of them like were com- completely enamored with these batman movies in the the animated series and that yeah. That idea yep. or or that flavor kind of just pushes you into wanting kind of more of that, whatever that might be. Yeah, yeah. Um, he's the hor- he's the he's the the horror hero. Yeah, he is, and in a way that works. I mean, I think this is the greatest character in all fiction, but like in a way that for me works better and is even more sort of creepy when it's done right than say like Spawn or somebody who's just more horror on the nose you know yeah um but yeah because there's 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 a healthy you know i mentioned sherlock holmes in the shadow but like there's a healthy dose of dracula in there too yeah uh well do you want to it looks like we're about an hour do you want to take a break and then talk about the the schumacher films and then go forward from there yeah all right dope everybody check out this uh check out this ad spot for this kick-ass podcast and we'll be right back talk some more about batman My name is Matt Langston, and I play in a band called Eleventy-Seven. I'm an artist, a producer, and I also host my own podcast right here on Rock Candy called Eleventy Life. We talk with the people behind your favorite songs and albums, from the writers to the producers, and everyone in between. And we're not asking your favorite artists the same old boring questions like, where did your band name come from, and who's your favorite Friends character? We're asking questions like, why did your marriage fail? Where does love come from? Is God real? It is a show about the importance of creativity and pursuing your passions, and we don't let guests leave until it gets a little bit uncomfortable. So check it out right here on Rock Candy and your favorite podcast app. And we're back. We did it. We did it. We finally did it. So we were we left off and we had talked about 
Batman, for the most part, up through Tim Burton's tenure as director of Batman and yeah. Batman Returns. Mm-hmm. After that, Burton loses the job, right? Yeah. They're not going to well, give they, him... they keep him on board as a producer. As a producer. But they're not going to give him Batman 3. No. Um, and in large part... I would have loved to have seen that. Oh, I would have loved it. And in large part, to my understanding, it's because... Um, because of the toys thing, right? Like, it's hard to... He doesn't make a movie for kids, basically. Yeah. And this needs to be a kid's movie. It needs to be a movie that kids can go see so that they so that they can bother their parents and mm-hmm. then Warner Brothers can get money off of a toy licensing line. Yeah. So... They hire, hire a new director. Hire a new director, and they get Joel Schumacher. And I think... Uh, correct me if I'm wrong on this, but I think Keaton walks as a result of Tim Burton not directing, right? Um, I think so. I, I think they wanted to keep Keaton on... And he said he wouldn't do it unless Tim Burton could do it. And they said, well, Tim Burton's not doing it, so he walked. Is my, yeah. That's my understanding. But w- Burton's Batman 3 um, was going to have, was supposed to have Renee Russo in it, I think, or something like that. Um, yeah. I think she was going to be the, the love interest or something, or at least another character. I don't know. But they get Joel Schumacher. Yeah. Which, which on paper, like, yeah. Makes sense, right? Sure. So, what else has um, Schumacher done? He did Lost Boys. That's the, the only Lost one Boys. I know. Mm-hmm. Um, he did Flatliners. Oh yeah. Okay. Um, so he's he's kind of uh, dabbled in uh, horror. Yeah. He did uh, some music videos. Um, he did the Kiss from a Rose. Oh, the music, music video. video oh. I think. Okay. Um, which was which is on interesting. The f- yeah. Well, I guess that makes sense. But I mean. I think he did it before. I don't know. I'm yeah. not going to get it. I don't. I don't know what I'm sure. saying. Um, <laughs> but if you if you think about like the Lost Boys and yeah. and, and Flatliner specifically, mm-hmm. kind of horror movies, like yeah, this 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 could this could work. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And and I'll and I'll be the first to tell you that it it's taken me a long time to kind of to not have bad feelings towards Joel Schumacher. I get that. Just because like shortly after shortly after Batman and Robin came out, after I wore it out. A lot as a child, as like a 11, 10, 11 year old child or something like that. Yeah. I realized that it wasn't the same. Like, yeah. this isn't the same. But let's go back to Batman Forever first. Sure. Um, so we watch, you know, Batman Forever comes out and I watch it. And, you know, again, as a kid, I'm enamored with it. Yep. Um, but it's different. I remember the, uh, I, I fully remember the sort of promotional stuff for that too. Um, and I want to say yeah. that was close to Jurassic Park because for some reason those two are linked in my mind. Like, okay, I remember yeah. the specifically like I remember McDonald's having stuff where it's like, oh, yeah. you can get the toys, well, you can get the cups, you can get all the stuff. I think, yeah, I think they were a few years apart. I want to say Jurassic Park was probably closer to Batman Returns. Uh, Returns. Yeah, it was earlier, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, Forever, I think was ninety five. It was so. ninety five. Yeah, mm-hmm. but I, I remember even as a kid thinking like this feels different. Um, yeah. The bat suit's different. The Batmobile mm-hmm. is wacky. Yeah, it was a wacky um, Batmobile for sure. Uh, lots of neon lights. Gotham mm-hmm. feels different. Mm-hmm. Lots of like enormous statues yeah. of humans in Gotham. Yeah. Um, yeah. The uh, the music feels different. Um, <clears throat> you know, but again, like I said earlier, it marries the picture. But the yeah. biggest thing is, is like, wait, wait, wait a minute. Who's who's that? Yeah, that's Batman. <clears throat> right. That's ba- no Batman looks like this fellow. You yeah. know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. So all of these, like, I almost feel like uh, Michael Keaton leaving was pr- probably a really solid choice on his part. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. But it also kind of helped <laughs> helped make you accept it, just feeling different. Yeah. 
Yeah, um, it's like, it's oh, true. this is like everything that happened before, I guess, happened, um, yeah. which is hard to think Val Kilmer yeah was hanging out with like Danny DeVito and and and, and part of the, part of the thing is too like this was a time in movies where if that happened now you probably just wouldn't try to have any connection to the old movies right it doesn't it wouldn't need yeah. to be at this point it wouldn't need to be Batman 3 it would just need yeah. to be like the new Batman movie the but, new Batman movie. but at this point it was like no no we've already had two so this has to be next and therefore we can't reuse any of the villains we have to follow roughly the same form where we have Batman and two villains. Like, Why was it called Batman Forever? I have no idea, to be honest with you. <laughs> I never I questioned know. it until this very moment. Yeah, I mean, I was uh, it was it just no, a you ploy- know what it was? No, 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 no. I'm sorry. It plays into the narrative um, because he's thinking about giving up being Batman uh, in Batman Forever, um, oh. and so he decides he's going to be Batman forever forever <laughs> okay <laughs> yeah um which is probably also like you know this works with our narrative and sure. this works with the marketing yes. because it's like hey not only not only did we lose our yeah everything that you think of as batman on the mm-hmm. silver screen right now but mm-hmm. like this batman's forever right like, yeah until yeah, the yeah. next movie until the next movie <laughs> yeah um but this one definitely like they did what warner brothers wanted them to do which is make it campier make it to where we can sell toys um, yeah, and it's probably one of those things. If I had to guess, I could just see some sort of executives in a room saying, "Bring that like funny spirit from the '60s back," you know? Yeah. Um, if um, not on this one, then definitely on Batman and Robin. But yeah, um, um, so I I, I I do agree with that, and yeah. I feel like I don't feel like they they fully fell into that until Batman and Robin. Mm-hmm. I feel sure. like this one was just more so Joel Schumacher trying to spice things up. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. in, and and I, I I could see that th- there are a couple moments where like at the very end of this movie, Robin makes a yeah. holy rusted metal Batman sure. thing. Yeah, yeah. And, but I I still don't think they fully fell into the Batman sixty six until until the next movie. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean not not fully, but it definitely was like the jokes that are in there are hokier than the ones. Yeah. You know, I need to I mean, rewatch it. it. I've I've it, put it off for a long time. Yeah, it it opens with. You know, he says something like, it's the same Alfred, and it's the same Commissioner Gordon, and that's pretty much the only way that you can tell. There's one, like, throwaway yeah. line about Catwoman in the movie somewhere. But, um, yeah. But uh, it, it, you know, it opens with Alfred saying something about, did you, uh, shall I, will I, should I save a sandwich for you? And he says, I'll get drive through right? Um, yeah. <laughs> and so it's like, it's like yeah. you know, that wouldn't have been in a Keaton or Burton Batman movie, things right. like that. Um, but, the, you know, Batman Returns did play with, some hokier humor. Oh, yeah, um, true, so, true. Yeah, these which, they weren't the Nolan movies, but... Um, yeah. So, let's talk about the villains in this one just briefly. Uh, well, yeah. Jim Carrey was fine. <laughs> he was... Yeah, he was Jim his, Carrey. He was doing yeah. his Jim Carrey thing, which mm-hmm. makes sense because it was a time where if you were going to hire... It's no, it's no fault of Jim Carrey. Like, if you were going to yeah. hire somebody to play a comic book character, you would go, yeah, just kind of do your thing. Like, we, you know who You yeah. know who would be a good Riddler? Jim... Jim Carrey. Jim Carrey. Yeah. Did you but see not like, Ace Ventura? But no, like J- Jim Carrey would well, be the Riddler, <laughs> not act like it's the, more like, like no, the Riddler would, be, would be Jim Carrey. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, and the reason that they picked him is because, uh, and this is me assuming, but I mean, he he's doing in some sense sort of a Frank Gorshin thing from '66, where it's very big, it's very loud, it's no, a lot I'll of. I'll tell like, you exactly why they they yeah. hired him. Yeah. 
because he was successful at the box office. Well, sure. That's but, 100%. Sure. But I mean, I'm saying the the like inspiration for like we we need a Riddler, who sure. are we going to go to? This is the guy who does that now. You know, this is the famous sure. guy who does that kind of humor because it yeah. I mean, it really is like a, it's it's I I agree that the whole movie's not a 66 throwback or whatever, but it is very yeah. much like he uses it's a lot of physical comedy, it's a lot of goofiness, it's big yeah. chewy you know, loud kind of stuff. Yeah, and and you know, uh, part of it, and and if you ever listened, if you've ever heard uh, Tommy Lee Jones talk about this movie, mm-hmm. you probably haven't heard much because, like, <laughs> he didn't take this movie seriously at all. No, of course, you not. know. Um, and Tommy Lee Jones grew up probably like on the the schlocky. Ba- oh, the, it's a Batman movie. Yeah, okay, right. well, I <clears throat> I know what to do. Yeah, I, right, I, right, right. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm a da, 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 you know. Very true. Um, and you know, Joel Schum- Schumacher maybe kind of felt a little similar, similar, similarly. Mm-hmm. Jesus, to it. And while yeah. you know, Tim Burton saw it as an opportunity. You yeah. know. Yeah, yeah. Um, Joel Schumacher probably saw it as. Oh, I know Batman. Right, <laughs> you know? right, right. Yeah, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Oh, I saw the yeah the Batman Returns was gross. I get it. Let's do yeah. yeah I I know what to do. Yeah, but and at the so, same time, yeah, I ate up the toys. I I yeah. I got course. all the McDonald's mm-hmm. stuff. I I you yep. know, the, I even had a version of the stupid looking. I hate that Batman. The best, the worst Batmobile. The Batmobile, ever, right? Yeah. <laughs> um, almost as yeah. bad as Batman and Robin. Yeah, pretty rough. Um. I actually just, think I like Batman and Robins better, but um, yeah, 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 no, you're you're right, but it's yep. just the the swirly um, uh, neon yeah. stuff under the hood. Oh, true, in, yeah, in oh Batman yeah, that's right, I forgot about that. Yeah. But of course, awful. there's there's neon stuff under the fucking yeah. rib cage of this. <laughs> this it's <car>. awful. <laughs> it's awful. <laughs> but anyway, um, this uh, make a make a flashy toy though, yeah. and I bought it. My yeah. parents bought it for me. <laughs> I didn't buy it. You lose those fins off the top like right away. They come off, which is the stupidest yeah, thing. Yeah, I like did they, lose those. Yeah, they drop yeah. off right away, and then you just got a weird looking car. Um, but <laughs> yeah, then it's weird looking. <laughs> yeah, true. <laughs> but uh, but uh, uh, Kilmer's Batman um, is fine. He's like he's a serviceable Batman. Um, yeah, it's it's weird that they write his character to where he's. I know the Batman for everything we just talked about, but it's weird they write his character to where it's like he's just ready to give up being like he's ready to tell anybody. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, yeah. Which uh, Keaton's was too in the first movie. He tells Vicky Vale or he's ready to. Um, but this guy's like you know when Two Face threatens the circus and he's about to kill Robin's parents and he goes Batman show yourself and then the only reason he doesn't show himself is because everybody screams around him. Because he stands up and yeah. shouts, "I'm Batman!" <laughs> oh my God, he does. <laughs> yeah, he just—he's just like, okay, well, I guess this is over. <laughs> yeah, guess this part of my life's over. Nothing else I can do. And then he adopts like a thirty-year-old boy. <laughs> he does. <laughs> oh, oh he does. He's too old. Jesus. Yeah, he, he should have been a. He should have been a. He, like. Yeah. Your parents are dead. Guess what you're gonna do? Get an apartment. Like yeah. you're just a full person. Like yeah. And it would. I mean, I guess it would play weird in live action to have Bruce Wayne adopt like a 13 year old and then insist that he come, <laughs> like, come and fight criminals with him. <laughs> yeah, I guess um, so. That's that's just not a very good parental sort of thing. No, um, he's Batman's the worst parent he's ever. The worst. You know why? Because he's too busy still being a child. 
Yeah. Uh, his whole yeah. thing. He never got a. He's still like however old yeah. nine or something. Yeah, yeah we're, um, we're 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 gonna get there. I'm yeah, sure. we'll get there. But um, anyway, um, so Batman Forever uh wasn't bad. Bar- Barbara Barbara Pennyworth. Oh, that's uh Batman and Robin, right? That's the next one. Mm, I think so. It? Yeah, I think so. Because Batman Forever introduces Robin. Um, and then Batman and Robin introduces Are Batgirl. Are you sure? Yeah. Mm-hmm. 100%? I'm 95. I okay. Yeah. Man, wow. My yep. my timeline, like, that's how long it's been since yeah. I've seen these Because Batman and Robin is the one where Alfred is sick. And so Alfred is sick, and then she shows up right before he yeah. gets really sick. Um, yeah, I guess so that makes... Th- that's that's the, that's the yeah. one where they're, they're motorcycle racing? And yes. So, like, the model... Wow. The model of... That doesn't sh- fit in my... That fits... Really? Doesn't fit in my brain at all. <laughs> you need to re- rewatch the forever, then. But, yeah, so the model of these movies comes to be, basically, like, you have Batman, and then in the last two movies, you introduce one new hero in the movie, yeah. and then you have two villains, one of which is already established, and the other of okay. which gets an origin story. Because um, the end of Batman Forever are the two heroes running towards yes. the camera and yes. the end of batman and robin are the, are the three, three heroes. heroes yeah okay and then in each one so in batman forever two faces already established but we get a riddler origin story and then in batman and robin mr freeze is already established but we get a poison ivy origin story yeah. um so and a bane origin story weirdly anyway so you want to chat about batman and robin because that's where really where it goes off the rails yeah the, it really does yeah. um i i remember feeling and, th- and this is where I stopped myself earlier, like yeah. an hour ago. Yeah. Dad and I watched it in the theater. Mm-hmm. I think after the movie, even as a kid, we both looked at each other and thought, that was that was good, right? Uh, yeah, right. <laughs> was that? <laughs> it's like it has um, to be good. Yeah, and it didn't stop me from watching it over and over yeah, again. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. But I did find myself going back to the the good stuff, the, right? The earlier ones, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But what I, what I would do, though, is because, like, the, you know, the... The, the boom of home video and mm-hmm. and uh, franchises. I'd watch the first one, then the second one, then the yeah. third one, then the fourth one, then watch the it. first one, then yep. the second one. Yep, you know, run them through. Um, so th- this this movie, depending on how you look at it, if if yeah. you can find the heart to mm-hmm. just forget about this new kind of uh, appreciation for like a real Batman that you mm-hmm. found over right. these, you know, with the Dark Knight Returns and the mm-hmm. comics, and then mm-hmm. then the Tim Burton movies, mm-hmm. just just be like, hey, you know what? I liked I liked Adam West too. Right. If you can get there, uh-huh. this movie still doesn't work. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. I was I was it doesn't see, even. I was like, if you could, I mean, it's easy to get there with Adam West. I think. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it, because yeah, it's it's because so, yeah, they're doing something sophisticated, and this movie so, just really is not. It, it's, so to to give to give the those who don't know. I don't remember why Val Kilmer didn't didn't come yeah, on to play the part remember. again. Yeah. Um, but obviously, after that movie, he the thing that the thing about that is is that that showed us that Bruce Wayne is not an interesting character. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Bruce Wayne is drag and drop. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. oh, Michael Keaton. Oh, Val Kilmer. Oh. Oh. George Clooney. Yeah. The the way he found George Clooney is he was on a he was on a uh, an airplane. And he was looking at like a Time magazine or a People magazine, oh, no. and he and he had George Clooney on the cover. Oh, no. You know what he did? No. He put his hand over his oh, eyes no. and thought, "That's Batman." That's the chin. And then they off they offered him the roll oh, off my of that, God. right? Yeah. But my revisionist history uh-huh. is, you know what? I want to try and do. I want to try and do 
the the Adam West type of Batman movie, but do it in a way that yeah. still is in in line with the last movie I did. Yeah, who would make a good like Adam West type character? Oh, George Clooney could do it. Sure, you know he's kind of got yeah. that bobbly head. Like yeah, can't keep it true. still when he's when he's trying to be charming. It's kind true. Of. Yeah, you can draw Look. a line between uh, George Clooney and Adam West for sure. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, and and I think that Schumacher probably was thinking that. I remember, and I don't remember if it was Forever or Batman and Robin, but I remember reading stuff about Schumacher where like they would do takes, and Schumacher would want the actors to do it bigger and more bombastic, and he would say he would like say cut, and then he would say, "Remember, it's a cartoon. It's a cartoon." Yeah. Like he would say stuff like that to him. Right. So like whether he thought <coughs> he was doing what's best for the movie or whether he just thought this is what Warner Brothers wants so I have to do it this yeah. way, I don't know. Because I don't um, know either. But, but even as as kind of goofy as Batman Returns is and yeah. Batman 89, oh, sure. both of those are real movies. You oh, watch yeah. those oh, as yeah. movies. Batman yeah. Forever is a movie, yeah. but it's kind of like the it's kids so, are going to yeah. like this. Yeah. Uh-huh. Batman and Robin is a kid's movie. It's a kid's it's movie. Not. And it's a, I mean, even more so than that, even more cynically than that, it's a toy commercial. It is, yeah. it is, here's the Batman and it with the ice skates. Me. Yeah. It worked on me. Yeah. Like I got, I bought all those toys. He I wear, loved the fact that Robin had his own motorcycle. Right. He had his I own motorcycle. I took that motorcycle camping with me yeah. one year. Each of the and played th- with it in the tent while everyone else was swimming in the lake. Like that's what that that's what that I says did. so much about you and me and why we're friends. Um, yeah, but like, like, um, but yeah, you have three heroes, all of whom have at least two costumes apiece. Yeah, not count, not even counting their little accessories. You have Poison Ivy, who has multiple costume changes. Yeah, um, you have, and I mean, these are just excuses to make action figures. Like, there's no, yeah. there's nothing else to it. And so the thing is, like, we got to have the ice version of the suits at the end. Yes, and and, and Batgirl has to already have one made yes. because Alfred Pennyworth, Alfred, Alfred probably probably saw her? this. Coming? Yeah, uh, and well, and and even more importantly than that, why is it there? Don't ask why it's there. Nobody cares, right? No, no one cares. That's the ultimate answer. Nobody cares. Um, and so with this movie, like I I think it's hard to because Batman sixty six, like you were saying, it reads on two levels. This movie doesn't really read on two levels. It just is what yeah. it is. It's and and the thing is, I'm not even against. I'm not even the the only way in which I really dislike this movie is the aesthetic the visual look of it if the visual look of it were better and a little bit more tasteful in some type of way i don't care if it's stupid like give me a stupid batman movie that's fine but like make it look interesting this looks like a hacky late 90s corporate decision basically you know what I mean? But but you're okay with them still surfing, surf, air surfing all the way to the ground from the atmosphere? <laughs> I mean, as, well, lo- as long as it looks better. May, I mean, potentially. I say no. Potentially. No. Um, no. No, Will. Okay, no. well, and, and no in the sense of, I would say no to that, given the fact that this was the only Batman movie we were going to get for almost a decade. There, yeah. no. But in today's world of like, we're going to get three Batman movies this year or whatever it is. Like, yeah, whatever. Um, give me, give me yeah. one where they're air surfing. So and, and yeah, yeah, I, um, I, I, I'll, I'll get to that. Yeah, shortly. But yeah, I, yeah. I, I, hundred percent feel that. Um, sure. And again, for me, like as a kid, as a, gr- a growing kid who's starting to yeah. realize that girls are dope. Right. Um, right. Uma Thurman is awesome. Yeah. I don't care how. Yeah. 
a little, how how schlocky her no. her as a little straight and, boy. Mm, okay. Yeah. Yep. Exactly. I'm, um, but I'm that's, waking that, up. That's the thing about like watch Uma Thurman in no. any movie, yeah. even Pulp Fiction. Sure. And she has the same kind of. I'm aware I'm acting kind of like yeah, vibe, mm-hmm. and yeah. you love that. Yeah, so she's like, great. she's kind of my favorite part of the movie. Yeah, she is. Um, Alicia very... Silverstone's awesome too. Right. Um, you know, she got uh, <laughs> weight shamed for that movie, saying that for she Batman and Robin, <laughs> saying that she was overweight. <laughs> what? God, the human race is doomed. <laughs> yeah, we're done. God, I hate people. That's ludicrous. Uh. Okay. Well, anyway. we haven't even talked about Mister Freeze yet. We haven't even talked like, about Ice to Meet You. Um, ice to Meet You. <laughs> have you seen a? Uh, have you seen the video of someone uh, oh w- with with imagery from his ice castle in mm-hmm. the movie, and then yeah. somebody who does an impersonation singing uh, "Let It Go" from Frozen. <laughs> no. Let it go. <laughs> let good. it go. Can't hold it back anymore. <laughs> it's very funny. <laughs> That's good. And, and it, they're not—they don't have to add any no. any additional because uh-huh. there's a scene where he's yeah. making people sing. Yeah, I'm Mr. White Christmas. I'm, I'm Mr. Mr. Snow. White yeah. Christmas. I'm and Mr. there's yeah. a scene where one of his goons has like a frozen TV dinner, but it's not in its tray. But it's still—it's <laughs> all the dishes frozen together, and he's got a fork sticking in it. And he's like sucking on the side of it. Like it is ludicrous. This movie. And so I don't even really fully remember the story. Alfred's yeah. dying, and then he ends up not dying. Like that's the long and short. Well, of that's it. the thing. Um, the, the, these movies, like you, you don't ever take anyone, any character, any part of the plot no. serious. It's not about that. It's Absolutely not about not. even thinking about that. Nope. Right? It's definitely not. Um, um, and this was the movie that uh, we still got a bunch of stuff to talk about. Um, I know. This, this is the movie that killed the franchise. Right? They're not going to make oh, yeah. any more Batman movies. Um, that's that's the end of it. Nobody cares. He just got critically panned. Didn't even do that well in terms of toy sales and stuff. I don't think. Um, didn't do except n- for me. I guess. Well, yeah. I mean, I I still got a bunch of those. But um, but How old were we when that movie came out? Uh, like it, was, it was ninety seven. So we were eleven. Yeah, eleven. Yeah, that 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 tracks. Yeah, for sure. Probably probably two years away from thinking this movie was super yeah. lame. Yeah, right. Absolutely. Yeah. Um. So that killed the franchise, and then it was things went dark for a little while. Um. One thing that's worth mentioning in terms of the history of the Batman was um, in the wake of a couple of things. So jumping back to comics for movies for just a second, one of the, the probably the big thing in the '90s with Batman was that um, they broke his back. Bane was developed yeah. as a character, and Bane comes to Gotham and breaks Batman's back, and then Batman is out of it for quite a while, and this other guy takes over as Batman, and he's too mean, and he starts murdering people, and blah, blah, blah. That move, which was in a story called Nightfall, was done in as a response to sort of two things, which is, one, they did the death of Superman, and mm-hmm. did a bunch of comic sales, and then the other factor, which sort of influenced both death of Superman and Batman Nightfall, was the rise of Image Comics, actually. Um, a bunch of artists, Ooh. a bunch of artists and and writers yeah. uh, decided to, rather than just unionizing, they quit and started their own company called Image Comics, and it did real well um, yeah. with Spawn and all this stuff. Todd McFarlane, Jim Lee, and everybody, and, and uh, now it's like a for oh. for interesting create your own stories oh, yeah. like that's just if you're if you have an image comic you oh, yeah. made it you oh know? yeah i mean that's where you get things like the walking dead for example yeah. um but 
in the face of this, uh, comics started drawing, uh, particularly men, as being real big and muscly, um, and started yeah. drawing women as being like exaggeratedly sexual and stuff like yeah. that. And uh, so you see this come through in DC Comics as well, and that's where you get like Bane and Batman gets his back broken. In terms of stories, unless I'm forgetting something, like that's the big one. There are lots of good stories in the 90s, yeah. but, but like that's kind of the thing for me in the 90s yeah um not as sophisticated as like (laughs) dark knight returns Uh, but but before we jump into this next thing my my last thought on batman and robin oh sure versus 66 Mm -hmm. yeah is batman 66 is funny yeah i think that's 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 also a big difference Mm -hmm. like it's it's legitimately funny yeah it's actually funny and And that's the thing batman and robin doesn't take it so they, they don't treat it with yeah. any kind of respect, therefore no one laughs. Yeah, right, exactly. And it's not that 66 really respected the material in some serious way, but it's like 66 is sophisticated because it reads on both those levels. Yeah. It's to adults, it's a very funny, campy comedy. And to children, it's a fun action thing. And this was just to children kind of a hokey action thing, and to adults, it was just nothing. It was just garbage. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, so the franchise dies. And yep. movies wise, um, is there anything we need to talk about before 2005? Like, I don't think there is. I think between 97 no. and 2005, you pretty much have nothing. Yeah. 2005, they decide. And another guy that I have to mention, a behind the scenes sort of figure who's actually still active, is uh, Bill Ramey, Jet Ramey from Batman on Film. Him, he's sort of one of these big early online presences. He has BatmanOnFilm.com where they like, are pushing for like a good it starts out as something that's like pushing for Batman five because Batman and Robin yeah. sucked so bad. So like give us a good Batman five. And then it becomes clear over so, the, over the years that that's not gonna happen. Yeah, yeah. So before before we just completely just jump in. Crap over crap on Joel Schumacher. Oh sure. You know, Joel Schumacher made some great cool movies. Yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah. Um and he recently passed. Uh he was an openly gay filmmaker. Mm-hmm. And one of his big regrets was how he kind of treated Batman. Yeah. Because he was, it turns out, actually was a big Batman fan. Mm, mm-hmm. um, and he always wanted to make it right by making Batman Year One. Yeah. And he never got to do it. Yeah. But I do, I want to say that he did, at some point in between, in, in that kind of time, he did collaborate on a comic or something. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. Um, which I don't really remember i think that was before i got back into comic books yeah i didn't i didn't ever read that but i i knew that at one point and i don't know if this got out or not but he was one of the ways he wanted to sort of make it right was to release a different version of the film but as a comic basically or something like that yeah um yeah it was like here's what i would do if i could do it over again kind of thing Um, so i don't know if he got to release that but i hope he did um yeah but i I say all that to say like i'm i'm honestly trying not like this stuff doesn't matter right 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 yeah, of course, of course. Um, yeah and it you know growing up it really really mattered yeah, to me yeah you can probably still hear it in my voice how dumb that movie was <laughs> you know what i'm saying yeah. but like i'm getting to a point where it's like i can rewatch it and, and just yeah kind of laugh at it sure. whatever it doesn't part of that might just be because like i know i'm gonna get yes <laughs> i know i'm gonna get of x y and you know i think it probably so is, many different versions if that was the last batman thing that had been made since i think you'd yeah. feel a lot different about it <laughs> probably probably <laughs> but uh, it's, like, it's fine yeah it's it is fine. fine that existed it's 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 hit it's it is fine part of batman history yes you know? absolutely all right so 
05 is when everything changes, I think, right? Yeah. 05, they are going to reboot the franchise. They're going to do a, a story that's at least high, heavily influenced by Frank Miller's Year One, which is an mm-hmm. origin Batman story. And they give it to Chris Nolan, and they mm-hmm. get Christian Bale as the new Batman. And they come out with Batman Begins in 2005. I remember going to see this movie in the theaters several times and I'd been out of like Batman and Robin kind of burned me and I hadn't been reading comics. I would buy stuff occasionally. I kept all my Batman stuff, but it wasn't a phase where I was like very into Batman and probably part of it was age and stuff. But, but I remember going to see this and coming away and being like, damn, that was good. That movie's about Bruce Wayne. Like, yeah, I I remember thinking like that movie, it has Batman in it, but like that's a Bruce Wayne story. It's like I, a real movie. It's a real movie. I remember being excited, excited that Joe killed. Excuse me. I remember being excited that Joe Chill killed his parents. Um, right. Being like, yeah. oh man, they got it right. It wasn't the Joker. Um, yeah. Interestingly enough, in that movie, they sort of played it as a Batman Five, only insofar as they didn't reuse any villains. They they went yeah. for other villains that hadn't been used yet. In, in movies, which was an interesting choice. I don't know. Do you, do you have anything? I mean, we can kind of, we've talked about Nolan's Batman movies quite a bit. So yeah. we can go through them individually, but so, yeah. yeah, I feel like the Nolan Batmans came around at a perfect time for mm-hmm. me age wise yeah. because it was probably around that time, 2005. I was like, what we were like 19. Yeah. This, these, these are real movies from a respected filmmaker who mm-hmm. takes, who takes the, the character yeah. seriously. Yeah. And it's grounded and gritty and dark mm-hmm. and yeah. uh, crime drama, and mm-hmm. it is about the drama of you know the uh, the trauma of of Bruce Wayne losing his parents, yeah. and then like you know um, almost uses a gun against the man who killed you know. And yeah. I, I want to say that this 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 grouping of movies really drove home the idea that we all think of as Batman doesn't kill. Yeah. Um, I think Batman begins specifically because, like, that's the, that's the whole that's the whole heart of the story is between yeah. uh, Christian Bale and Katie Holmes. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, you know, right. it's like you know, you you are better than this. You 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 sicken me. It's true. That you're gonna you have that gun. You're gonna you know. Yeah. Um, that's the, that's that's kind of his origin, right? Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And when that came out, like, I, I feel like I was starting to become like a movie person. Mm-hmm. Um, and the fact that like somebody like that would make a movie like that and take yeah. it seriously means yeah. that like like legitimizes my childhood in a way. Yeah, um, definitely. In 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 a real way. So in that sense, the, um, I feel like the Nolan movies and this one being kind of the first one uh-huh. uh, were important. And but for for me at the same time being nineteen, like I liked it, mm-hmm. but there all there always still was part of me that like I just needed a little bit more fantasy. Uh huh. Yeah. Um, I think that's just aesthetically. That's just your taste. My, that's not my even, taste. Yeah. Um. So it like it wasn't until The Dark Knight that I was like, oh, Batman's back in a real way. Oh, I got you. Uh, Batman Begins, like, yeah, it was. It's cool. Like, look, like yeah. it's a real movie, and yeah. they take it seriously. And look, his 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 suit makes sense. Yeah. As to why he dresses like a bat because he that's his fear, and he wants mm. to project that fear onto other people, mm-hmm. and like he's. Yeah got a spelunking suit or whatever yeah. um alfred's cool yeah <laughs> you know like yeah. all, all, all these types of things and, and lived in and feels yeah uh legitimate um mm-hmm. but um it i think those first three movies came out until i realized i'm like oh i liked those movies but mm-hmm. like that's not what i like about 
Batman yeah. necessarily. Yeah, you like the higher, the like the sort of uh, hyper realism. Yeah, the sort of like fantasy, like borderline yeah. fantasy or straight up fantasy, like yeah. take on the character. Yeah. You know, and when and we'll get to it when when Affleck was cast, I I realized. Yeah. Oh, Christian Bale was fine. Right. But that like was, yeah. at that point it was like yep. Christian Bale is Batman. Yeah, like, of course. Well, no, not really. <laughs> like <Yeah>. he's <laughs> Well, and that's that's one of the things like if we were talking about since we're talking about Batman the character, I yeah. feel like I like Christian Bale, but I don't have as much to say about the Nolan movies precisely because it's kind of like Batman is not really the strength of those movies, weirdly. Yeah. Um, yeah. The strength is the world building. The strength is obviously Ledger's performance. Um, yeah. Tom Hardy's performance is really good. And, and half seeing Gotham stuff. City exist in a realistic way. Yes, yeah. It function as like this kind of crime-ridden city yeah um, and and once again i'm not trying to detract from bale i mean he he sure. had a good had a good performance and like i understand why he was cast and and he was good at it but it was kind of uh Rabbit i don't cages. yeah the voice was a thing voice that's was, right yeah the voice that got, was a, that the was voice a hard choice silly. the voice got silly a... well and in the first movie it's not that bad um it's not yeah it's not it's that not as bad. intense um, by the time you get to the second movie, it's like he almost has a lisp when he does it. Like, where is he? Where is he? He would never give it to an ordinary citizen. Yeah. And <laughs> yeah. Watch that but, dialogue. Like, the, come the, on. The guys. first one I kind of get because he's just kind of whispering. It's like, I'm someone like you. You know, it's very Until, like. Until. Yeah, well, there's some body behind him after he gets tased by uh, what's her face? Nicole, or Katie Holmes, what's the, what's her oh, face? Uh, uh, what's Dawes, her Rachel. Rachel Dawes. Yeah, yeah. She tases him, and it doesn't, and it falls off uh, because yeah. he's. Yeah. But I will say this: out of those three movies, by far my favorite bat suit. Mm. Not not out of all Batman movies, out of the Nolan movies. Yeah, you like the first. The one. bat suit became became more and more militaristic. Yeah, as I they don't. Went. I don't care for that at all. That's a trend yeah. that's happened in Batman media across the board, um, which yeah. makes sense with like the rise in militarized police in the U.S. and everything, and this sort of yeah. glorification of militar militarism and you know hyper violence in that type of way. But like. Um, but yeah, I don't care for that at all. <laughs> that yeah. doesn't. That does not do it for me. But yeah. uh, I, I think one of, one of the interesting things about these Christopher Nolan movies is Christopher Nolan gets kind of all the praise for the things that he did with the character, right? Yeah. Um, but it was actually um, David S. Gore, Goyer, Goyer yeah. who is credited for the story and co-writing the screenplay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And David S. Gore, Goyer, for those who don't know, he 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 worked on a a, a few movies. Like I think it's one of his first movies was the the Crow sequel. Oh yeah, and that movie was terrible. And he wanted to do <laughs> something completely different mm-hmm. and and just do a different Crow character, like a female character, um, just yeah. to kind of pay respects to the the last movie. Um, mm-hmm. You know, because of the tr- tragedy that happened on that movie, with the, yeah. the main character. Yeah. And then at the end of the day, the studio said, "No, we, we want we want a same version of the other guy." And he's like, "I should have just said no." But it was like, I, I was writing and directing a crow movie. Yeah, right? I yeah. think he directed it. Gotcha. But um, he, his claim to fame, he he wrote Dark City, but his claim to fame was what he did with Blade. Oh right, right, right. So he yeah. was given Blade, yeah. and Blade became a, a big that's, hit, which that's which right. would 
which makes sense as to him kind of getting his start in the 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 darker superhero. Yeah, yeah. Which Blade came out actually right after Batman and Robin, mm-hmm. like a year or two after that. Yeah, and and those those the Nolan movies like the character of Batman in that has has an arc and he has you know changes, a sort of emotional changes and stuff like that. But I I feel like part of it is just Bale really plays it as sort of under like very sort of emotionally toned down yeah which is is good but at the same time i think that's part of the reason that i have that kind of response about him where it's just like yeah so yeah he was fine um i mean i, th- I feel like we can kind of talk about these three movies together yeah we kind of right? can because mm-hmm. we're um, talking about just, to, just that character yeah the thing that i never that, that that didn't sell for me with christian bale as bruce wayne I mean, again, his Batman's like the first the first time we actually see Batman and Batman Begins. Yeah, um, I remember leaving the theater thinking, "Yeah, oh, that's the first time I think I've actually seen what Batman would be yes. like." because yes. it's 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 horror. It's scary. It's yeah. he's picking people off, like, and that's, that's what that he wants. I mean, that's the whole thing, right? He wants to yeah. strike fear into you know, and that sequence legitimizes. The idea of Batman. Yes, it does. Oh, it works. Yes, because now they're all—they're not afraid because it's just a guy walking up in the dark. Look what I look like. It's like no, it's like it's a it's a a Batman. Yes, Yes. you know exactly. Um, Yep. So uh, Bruce Wayne as a character, like he has a cool arc in the first movie, and then he comes back in his jet, and he's like, "I'm I'm going to dress like a," and he's talking to Alfred about what he's going to do, and like it's like okay, like I buy it, whatever. He's 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 kind of traumatized by what happened to his parents and mm-hmm. he's decided that not only is he not going to kill uh the man who killed his parents but yeah. he's just going to make sure that never happens anyone else can yep. whatever, whatever whatever but then in the second movie he's like rachel dawes is like well you know uh it's great that you're batman but you know i'm, I'm gonna date somebody else right and then and then bruce wayne's like but what if I wasn't Batman anymore? Yeah, right. You know, and it's mm-hmm. just like yep. drop of a hat. Like the thing that I love about the idea of Batman <laughs> yeah. is that he, that wouldn't happen circumstantially. Like Rachel dying wouldn't be the reason he didn't he he, no. he, he didn't stop being Batman. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He would be the cause, and it would be you know it would be you know it would it would cause Rachel. You know that that's that would mm-hmm. be the 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 tension, the uh, conflict is that he can't stop being Batman. Yeah. But that 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 story kind of made it feel like, oh well, maybe he can love and like, oh well, oops, like Joker Joker killed her. Yeah. Uh, well, and well, that's that's he, kind he'll of... never love again, so he's gonna be like <sighs> until no, the Batman, next movie, right? No, he dresses like a bat because he's a crazy, right. crazed, traumatized young boy who yeah. who just can't help but stop and. I mean that doing that, what he's doing. that plays through into the third movie where it does end on a sort of like romantic note, right? He and yeah. Catwoman get together and they're together. Um, you know, and and yeah. but you know what what Nolan's great at, and yeah. and uh, I'm going to point to Interstellar specifically. Sure. Yeah, is that whatever whatever this idea of just inherent feel good or feel bad mm-hmm. emotion is? Yeah. He can he and Hans Zimmer together can get you there to it's where true. you feel like yep. Interstellar. If you weren't if if literal tears weren't coming out of your face in Interstellar, where he he watched his kids grow up in yeah. a matter of minutes, right? That was rough. Then like yeah, that you know yeah. And but that, that's the thing. At the end of Dark Knight Rises, mm-hmm. I, even in the theater at the time, I was I remember thinking like 
Oh no, he better get it. He better get a legitimate happy ending. This better not be an inception ending of uh-huh. well, does the coin stop spinning or not? Right. And it kind of is that because that's kind of his his it's, mo. It's that yeah, it's that aesthetic um, for sure. But. but I mean, he's he's straight up. Yeah, you know, he and Catwoman are yeah. are traveling it's, together and and it is the end of Nolan's Batman story as yeah. Batman. Yeah, but like if you saw Alfred out in like wherever he was barcelona yeah, or whatever yeah like go up and give him a you're, hug you're gonna like, say don't hi be, that's your father yeah. basically <laughs> yeah don't yeah don't be like that um yeah i mean a, a, as a character like the the bad guys were cool in those movies mm-hmm, um, yeah batman like doing his thing in a really grounded way was cool yep at the same time like that doesn't mean that i don't think that these are legitimate takes on bruce wayne yeah I just think that if you're going to be really grounded with it, which yep. I think was, that was their whole intention, I feel like they missed the boat a little bit. Because yeah. I think what's so grounding about the character is the fact that he struggles with some sort of mental illness. Yeah, right? I mean, like, certainly he's unstable at best. Yeah, whether well, he's there, sort there of are websites with like legitimate websites where people have uh, tried to diagnose. Well. Bruce Wayne. With yeah, there's actually whatever, it's right? it's funny because I'm looking at my bookshelf right now, and there's a there's a book that I have called Batman and Psychology um, by Travis Langley, um, who's a who's a psychologist who goes through in that book each chapter he talks about the different diagnoses of all the characters and like yeah he's a psychologist who like teaches at some university and then has made his name like traveling to comic cons and talking about Batman <laughs> from a psychological yeah. perspective. So, and also just to shout this out cause we didn't talk about it earlier or mention it. We don't have to dig into it, but if you're looking for a Batman love story, you need to check out Batman mask of the phantasm. Not, yeah. uh, yeah. So that's yeah. an amazing, if you're going to do a Batman love story, that's the way to do it. But anyway, so those come out. Do you got anything else on Nolan's Batman? It's, um, surprisingly, I don't have that much to say on that version. Yeah, I mean, uh, the the score was like yeah. had some cool moments, and sure. Hans Zimmer um, was the composer. But for the first movie, it was co-composed James yeah. Newton Howard and Hans Zimmer. Oh right, James yeah. Newton, Newton Howard is it was M Night's guy, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so that those kind of staccato like um, strings that it's it's not about a melody. It's mm-hmm. not about and and I th- that was probably smart not to tr- to try and not outdo yeah. Danny Elfman, right? The, yep. the lyrical, like uh, old school feeling uh-huh. Hollywood yeah. gothic score. Instead, they tried to make it a droney kind of build atmosphere, and then and then it builds to a bomb, bomb, yeah. And that was the theme, and that was that's all you needed, and it worked. But a bomb, bomb is not. Is not iconic. No, like not in the same way. Dun, 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 dun. Yeah, or that's that's that's, that's Batman animals. Yeah. Dun, 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 dun. Yeah. <laughs> nah. Nah. You got the major in there. Yeah. Oh. Okay. So, um, Batman's all about the music, is what I'm saying. Batman is all about the music. That's all that matters. And then you get Ben Affleck after this. We talked quite a bit about yeah. Ben Affleck. We have. I'll go to the death saying that I think Ben Affleck. Uh, mm-hmm. As far as the comic books was probably the best casting choice was that we've ever gotten. Absolutely, for Batman. I get people don't like, you know, they they don't understand and don't don't like Ben Affleck just personally in ge- or in general. In yeah. general. Mm-hmm. But like the six foot four uh-huh. cut, bulky, yep. looks like a guy that probably was born into a lot of money. Yep. You know, he yep. looks just like lift him off the comic page. That's Absolutely. Batman. Yeah, and also he's a good actor. 
And so yes. like and so I will I will go to my death saying that he isn't, but he could have been the best cinematic Batman we ever had. Yeah. Um it was yeah, no yeah, fault yeah. of his that no. he wasn't the best we ever had. Yeah. Um, honestly. Um, you know, and the, the the other thing I'll say regarding that version of Batman mm-hmm. is that and we, we covered this some in another episode, so I'm not gonna go too deep into yeah. it, but regardless of how well you think you know the character Batman, yeah. It's been done so many different ways that you have to earn earn it each time. Yes. Each time you introduce a new character. Yep. And Zack Snyder decided not to. Yep. You know, and he he he's he said in, in interviews, Batman has killed people. Yeah, he has. Yeah, he but has. he hasn't he hasn't in a long time though. Yeah. Not since Batman Returns probably. And if you're going to make that choice, yeah, you really you have to, to yeah. You have to earn that choice. Yeah, you have to earn it. And and um, he gave us... He tried to establish Batman in exactly the wrong way, which is showing the Waynes getting killed again. You don't need to show the Waynes yeah. getting killed again. You need to give me something that's about your take on Batman. Yeah. Like, that's every Batman. All The Waynes always get killed. Anyway, but yes, the uh, Batman v Superman and also Justice League, Ben Affleck could have been amazing. He he was good at with what he had. He did really yeah. well with what he had. But I mean, I'm 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 still really interested to see what he does with the Justice League Snyder cut. Tr- and the totally Snyder version. Totally. But with his track record, it's probably going to be. Yeah. It's probably going to be cool, mm-hmm. but it probably won't be exactly what I want it to be. Right? No, totally. I mean, it'll be a Zack Snyder movie, and yeah. you, you know what those are like. So, um, yeah. I've seen one. Yeah. So that's been Affleck, and then. <sighs> Next up is Robert Pattinson. Yeah, coming up. And that, that's a movie that got stopped mid production, unfortunately. Um, I yeah. think they're 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 back at it. Are they? Yeah, I knew they were um, gonna be doing it mostly on sets now, or all on sets. I'm not sure, right? But that way they can create a sort of COVID bubble in which they can shoot their movie. Yeah, um, and, and again, like any any so far, every casting of every mm-hmm. comic book character that's been. Uh, announced has been just people have just been appalled right mm. how 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 can how can a a guy who 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 when he was probably like 19 years old got cast in a in a in a in a franchise i didn't sure. like how could he, how be, could he be batman now that characters? he's like in his 30s yeah after he's done um, numerous other wonderful movies yeah exactly that i haven't yeah. didn't give a chance because i because Twilight because wasn't cool. I didn't care about Twilight. Yeah, um, yeah. Get out of here with that mess. Um, yeah. Robert Pattinson. Grow if up. He, if he's not, yeah. If he's not amazing, it will not be his fault. Um, yeah. Because he is very good, and yeah. I cannot wait. And he's also, as we've come to learn, good at playing characters who have some sort of psychological disturbance in some type of way. Yes. And so the fact that he could maybe be kind of a not not a return to but uh something in the vein of the take of the character that like keaton had where it's like he's sort of neurotic and strange yeah i'd be so into that um it makes sense because he's not affleck's big muscly punch you in the face frank miller type um or he doesn't seem like he's gonna be that so he he looks more like a tim sale version yes of scrawnier Mm. and hides in the shadows and needs has has something he's got to figure out yeah, and, and then, uh, so one other person, just jumping back in the chronology, but we have to at least throw a mention to Kevin Conroy, who is, um, yeah, who is the, the voice, voice of Batman. The voice yeah. of Batman, yeah. Um, so if you're talking about Batman, he's got to come up at some point. He's the knight. He is the knight, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So would you want to talk a little bit about the character broadly, like the themes and stuff? Because 
there, there's a few things, you know, we've, we've touched on them here and there and then we've yeah, said, Oh, we'll sure. get to it. We'll get to it. Yeah. Um, sure. go for it. So I think I, it is interesting to think about this character as if I didn't just grow up loving it the whole time. Um, yeah. cause there is that thing of like, it is kind of weird that you have essentially a rich person who goes around and their answer to crime is beat up poor people. Yeah. That's a weird, that's, that's not as good. That's not as heroic as like early Superman who was, you know, uh, yeah. kidnapping or, or, you know, punching like corrupt mayors and, st- and you know, yeah. landlords who are kicking people out on the streets. Like, so I don't know. I think that's strange. I think the notion of Batman as mentally unhinged, is good. Uh, I don't mm-hmm. care as much for sort of heroics. I like uh, I like the weird kind of take on him. Yeah. Um, if it was up to me, but I don't know. Do you have any? Do you have any sort of general thoughts? Why is Why is he the best character ever? And um, uh, you know this. Kind I, I, so I don't know that he is. Okay. Well, sure. <laughs> um, you, you know he's he's. Uh, I, I I feel like there's a version of Batman that could be really cool. Uh-huh. Um, I don't know how much that we've actually seen it as much as sure. just I've kind of fed my brain with all of the different versions and come out with what I think the character mm-hmm. is or, or could be or should be. Yeah. And I think that's what's so cool about the character yeah. is that there have been so many different um, creators and contributors to what and who and that, you know, Bruce Wayne doesn't exist. Yeah, of like, course. The, the the person is it, it's many different versions of a person with the same name mm-hmm. and uh because of that because you can point at hundreds of versions of this character mm-hmm. you can kind of pick all the things you like and all the things that stick with you sure and then that character becomes like that becomes an amalgamation of the things that you know, that you think what my Batman is sure and I don't know that there's a Batman on a comic book or in a movie that is that you know what I mean? Sure. For I think you it probably, particularly. You yeah, I think yeah. it probably leans into that. Yeah. You know, but... I can agree with that. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, th- I yeah. think a character so large, like, mm-hmm. you kind of just create this version in your head of what it should be. Everybody gets their own, basically. Yeah. Um, yeah. You get your own Batman tailored to you. And yeah. you're never going to find it exactly written down anywhere. But no. you're going to find lots of pieces in lots of places, and you're going to build yeah. your own, basically. Yeah, I can yeah. agree with that. But, but I also think, or I wonder at least, to what extent, because you mentioned like a character that's so big and has been touched by so many people and created by so many people over such a long period of time. Isn't it something, though, that is also just inherent to the character that makes it so malleable, that makes it to where you can have a funny version and a scary version and a, you know, kids version and an adult version and a noir version and a, you know, fantasy version. And you can have all these different versions, but it all feels, it it all can, at least if it's done well, feel like the character. Whereas I, I feel like that's something inherent about Batman. It's not just like, I don't think that would be as doable with, say, Superman. You know what I mean? I I, I but, want, but, I, but yeah. is 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 that because does that not make the character kind of more of a blank slate versus very specific? Like it it, yeah. can, it can be funny or it could be yeah uh, I, me, it, uh, psychologically tormented or it could be this or that yeah does that does no. that mean it's like yeah a billionaire who experienced a tragedy he doesn't yeah. have you know a lot of power therefore he 
I don't know. Yeah. I think it does make it more of a blank slate, potentially, but I, I think that the fact that it's so malleable or it can be in so many forms and be sort of convincing or enjoyable is the fact that the character has... In, its, in the basic pieces, that if you change them, you really change the character. In the basic pieces, there are these contradictions where, like, I don't think Superman is as malleable because he's just kind of, he's good. He's good all the way through. Um, yeah. Whereas I don't think Dracula is as malleable because he's just evil, right? He's a monster. Sure. And so with yeah. Batman, I think you have both of these because it's like he is this monstrous thing, but he's a hero at the same time. And so you yeah. have these, like things that are in tension and it just depends on which way you want to lean as to what your version looks like or something i don't know yeah i mean how much of that is is just the character and how much of that is a good guy that looks scary yeah right yeah a good guy who looks scary yeah can be just a, a silly bat or can be darker or like superman as soon as you make him dark, he, but look at him. He's 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 dressed in he's mm-hmm. he's not a scary guy. Mm-hmm. Look at him. He's good. Yeah, he's good. Well, Batman. Well, in a lot of versions of Batman, he's just straight up good. Sure, but he looks kind of scary. Though, right. So he could right. be. So yeah. Is it you know? I don't know if it's just being such a great character or just the fact that he looks the way he does. Yeah. And, you know, it's it's a contradiction of a good guy like. It's like maybe like the, you know, an earlier version of the anti-hero. I don't know. Yeah. No, I, I think so. And I, th- I think that's what I mean by character. I don't know that I necessarily okay. mean, um, uh, you know, a character in sort of the psychology of Bruce Wayne or something. Um, yeah. I, I think that's what I mean okay. by character. Like uh, uh, like this, like ju- just yeah. the, the premise of what he is. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And and so I don't, and this is something weirdly as a, as, a, as a hyper Batman fan that I never really find convincing when people say it. It's kind of a go-to thing to say that, like, the reason we love Batman so much is that he's a normal person like us, and he lets us think about, you know, our potential and, like, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, I don't feel that way at all. I don't buy that. Uh, I don't buy that either. I don't think that's what's compelling about the character. I don't think it's that he's just like us except he tries harder. Like, no, that's not what's compelling. Um, I think it more falls along the lines of, I mean, it's, it's interesting to have him driven by trauma, um, and you can do some interesting stories out of that, but I really do think it comes down to this kind of almost well, Superman's Superman's driven Superman's entire world true. was destroyed. It's true. Yeah, it's like his parents, true. his uncles, yeah, his you know his entire species. Yeah, he turned out a little little different. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Like, and arguably Batman's in roughly the same spot. Um, he's just. Alfred raised him basically as his father, whereas you know Superman had the Kents. Um, yeah, but it's like both lost, you know. And I guess it it is the case that like Superman was a baby; he doesn't remember that happening. Whereas yeah. Bruce yeah. Wayne That's was true. was cognizant, was a like an older child, like not a teenager, but like an older child who watched them get murdered in front of him. So like, yeah, it is more intense, but it is a darker, I think, story. But yeah, but but well, once you again, know, the Flash yeah. saw his his mother murdered. Right, right? true, true. And then his father was yep. in, uh, imprisoned for being framed by it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But you know, if he can just run fast enough, <laughs> he can change it all. That's right, he could. Yeah, uh, Batman. But, Batman's not a runner. He's too big. No, he's too big. He's too bulky. Um, but I do, I don't think I don't know. This is weird to say, but I don't think that those more what you would in a literary sense call character elements are actually what makes Batman so good. 
if that makes yeah. sense. You know what I mean? I know that you're yeah. supposed no, to say I, that I, to try to make him sound elevated or whatever. No, I agree. I, yeah. I, I, I think it's, it's, it's a much pulpier yes. aesthetic that we yeah. love about Batman. Yep. It's like... It's more on the, the same surface. Reason we, it's more on the surface. Yeah. Like we, we love Halloween. We love spooky. Yes. We yep. love... And we uh, love cool action stuff. And we love sometimes we love funny stuff or satirical stuff like '66, um, yeah. you know. And it gets to hit all these different genres. And I think part of the reason is that sort of like that tension or contradiction at the at the heart of the premise, not necessarily the character, but the premise. Yeah. And that sort of inversion, because like not only is the good guy a dark Dracula looking guy, but the bad guy is a fun clown. I, uh, you could almost make the argument from the aesthetic and not from the well, Batman doesn't have any power, so you could be Batman. Yeah. More so like, well, if you look at Superman and you think of how good he is, yeah. you look at yourself and you say, I'm not that. Right. Yeah. But if I were a superhero, I, yeah. I could be a weird, scary kind of thing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? I could be yeah. a more complicated version of what I think a hero might be. Sure. So maybe yeah. it's it's something more along the lines of that, of contradiction, because like we're all good and we're all bad. Yeah. And and so is Batman. Yeah, it's true. And and this is one of the things where, like, I, I have a more complicated relationship with this character now than I have probably ever in my life. And the, it's fine because, as you said earlier, this stuff doesn't matter. So it really doesn't yeah. matter. But, like, right. it is kind of one of those things where where I don't think thinking of Batman as a hero is the reason that I like the character. Because if, right. if I do that, then I go, okay, well, I'm just basically worshiping hyper-capitalism and, like, yeah. the rich white man gets to save the struggling urban center. Like, no. Yeah. Like, <laughs> no, that's garbage. No. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's, that's, that's not how anything works ever. Um, yeah. And so it definitely is for me. It's that it's the aesthetic. It's the Halloween. It's the spooky. It's the fun. It's the turn your mind off. Even if it's a dark, gritty story, you're still not dealing with real stuff. Yeah. If, yeah. if you think about who who Batman is, the Batman that decides he he's he's going to kill Superman. Like, right. If you think about who that character is, yeah. that guy sucks. That guy's a garbage person. I hope Superman yeah. kills him in that fight. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know that I had any other broad points about it, but I just I did want to spend a little yeah. bit of time not talking about a particular thing, but just talking about Batman in general. And I think that's a I think that's a very fair takeaway for why this character is so great. Yeah, I think so too. Yeah. And and I think I think that's that's your end point. And then eventually yeah. you 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 decide the things that like yeah that you love about the character mm-hmm. and. Yeah. It's not what's necessarily been done. It's your idea of what the character could be. Yeah. Yeah. Or or kind of is in your head. Yep. Right. Nobody gets to nobody gets to define your Batman except for you. So if you watch it, if you if you watch all the movies and you go, you know what, Nolan's was fine, but really Clooney is just where it's at. You know what, you do you, because everybody gets their own Batman. All right. So you want to uh, you want to rate Batman the character? Man, I don't. I don't have a rating okay. uh, plan. Like I should start doing. Like I, I literally think about my rating like right before. I like, usually what should do. I choose. I started oh, thinking about it at the beginning of this. At, at the beginning of the episode, to be honest. So I've had a little yeah. bit of time. But uh, um, do you want me to go first? Yeah, you go first. Okay. It's Batman. We've said a lot about Batman. I don't need to give a recap. He's yeah. great for all the reasons. Uh, it's ten out of ten. There's no question. It's gonna be ten out of ten. Chicks dig the cars. It's gonna be ten out of ten. <laughs> 
I actually, that's out of left field. I know, right? Is that actually um, is that actually Batman who says that? Now that now I'm questioning it. Um, I'm having trouble. I'm going with that. that. It's from uh, it's from one of the Schumacher movies. It's the car, right? Chicks dig the car. It's um, it, because the the psychologist. Yeah. Well, the psychologist is hitting on Batman pretty hard. Uh, Nicole Kidman. Is, oh. She's just like thirsty for some Batman. That whole movie, yeah. Um, poor Nicole Kidman. <laughs> Whenever she read that script, like she's supposed to play a psychologist, like a ser- like a well-read, well-written, but she's just always almost naked and trying to get in Batman's yeah. pants. <laughs> because 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 who cares? Like it's Batman. Yeah. Who cares? Uh, but like yeah, she tries to. It, it's like when they try to make Batman too much like James Bond. Like every woman wants to get with him. You know. Any any person with half a head on their shoulders would not want to get with whoever this is running yeah. around their city. Yeah. Anyway, um, but yeah, it's car, right? Chicks dig the car. That's ten Chicks out of ten, Batman. I mean, why would I, why would I not give it a ten? Yeah, other than just to like just to be a dude, s- a silly guy. Season finale, um, we're wrapping it up. Yeah, it's, season it's like fucking yeah, Batman. It's, it's ten, um, especially whenever you when you can honestly say Batman Returns is your favorite Batman yeah. movie. Yeah, it's going to be a 10. And I'm going to tell you, I'm going to stick in the Returns world. All right. I'm going to stay true to myself. Yeah. (laughs) I'm going to stay true to, uh, and I never even said this, but the music of Batman was probably the first thing that made me realize music was in movies at all. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So like, I I almost feel like it's probably a huge reason why I do what I do now. Sure. And because uh, the Selena Selena, uh, music Mm -hmm. is uh, my favorite stuff from that movie... Mm-hmm. I'm gonna go with not ten out of ten anything. Mm-hmm. I'm sticking with my my Killer Mike RTJ ten style. I like it. I'm going with the Michelle Pfeiffer version mm-hmm. of Selena Kyle mm-hmm. Catwoman. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna go with her tenth life. Nice. Yep. Six, seven, <laughs> all good girls go to heaven. So there you right. have it. That's our Batman episode. This was the season finale. Thanks so much for listening. I'm not going to do our last pitch except to say go to DestinationComics.com and go to RockCandyRecordings.com for some kick-ass podcasts. But this was Batman, and it's 10 out of 10 across the board or 10th life either way. Yeah. Um, but it's best but you can get. Cats get nine lives. It's, yeah, that's, and in the movie, that's the the, joke. it's stupid but because yeah. she keeps dying yeah. over and over again. Yeah. I don't care. But she does live. She like pops yeah, up she in has, front of the moon. She has one more life yeah. at the end. So it's it's best of the best. This is Batman. We're going to take a few weeks off, and then we'll be back with our season two uh, premiere. So feel free to still reach out. We'll post stuff, whatever. We'll be around. But thank you guys so much for listening. This has been a fun year, and it's been it's been uh, a good 2020, time. 2020, real fun year. That's not what I meant. <laughs> I meant the podcast. But... <laughs> Um, I don't think I've seen you since March in person. I know, dude. It's well, I no, it's, you it's true. Times. We saw each other across the thing, but um, yeah. yeah, no, this year's uh, complete garbage. But uh, thank you for spending some of it with us. Remember when we used to record these? Oh in the my same god, room? dude, you can't do this to me right now. Um, that was weird. Oh god. All right, so I will as as a wrap up for season one, just to to keep our usual shtick here. I will say, I have a terminal degree where I studied comic books. And you write music for movies. Would you say that Batman has thoroughly shaped both of our lives? <laughs> would you concur, Joe? 100% I would. <laughs> Where's the trigger? Never give it to an ordinary. <laughs> Who wrote that line? If Nolan wrote that line, I'm not watching Tenet, okay? Definitely not going to the theater to see it. Oh, my God. See y'all next season. <laughs> Series. Uh-oh. 
Thank you for listening. DNN. For more shows like this one, visit rockcandyrecordings.com.